Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Welcome once again from Meltdown Comics, the Nerd Melt Theater in Hollywood, California. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. A little nervous tonight. I don't know why. It's because that guy's got high standards. <laughs> I could feel, I felt his needs when he walked in the door, the woo guy. That, the woo guy sounds like he's got very few needs. Uh, I, he, well, he, I he's, he's already that entertained. I look at it the other way around. I think he was, he's acting that way because he feels like he's, he's at a big time. It's time for him to be really entertained. Well, why don't you just entertain him? Why don't you knuckle down and do it? I will. Uh, I, I, speaking of, uh, of, our, of our lovable fans, I, uh, I stopped for a drink at the Pikey. Uh, and as Aaron and I were walking back, we, we saw this dark, foreboding gang of street thugs, these kids, toughs, you know. Like, but then, as they emerged into the streetlights, uh, more emo toughs. Uh, oh, it's Harmontown fans, all of them, like five of them. But like, t- by my perception, all different combinations. Like, so Anatoly was there, Matt Landsman. Uh-huh. Those are the two faces I saw before my social disorder caused me to just look at the sidewalk. Anatoly's wearing an Argyle sweater vest. You, thought he, you, you thought he was an emo tough? <laughs> I don't know. Well, what's an emo tough? I don't even know what that I, is. I, you just invented it. It doesn't matter. It was a bunch of street toughs, a bunch of kids. A bunch of, I, saw, I saw youthful posture. I saw, I saw a confident gait. Were they silhouetted, or could you see that he was wearing a red Argyle sweater no, vest? No, I did not see the red Argyle sweater. Okay. So then it became clear it was like five Harmontown fans all walking as like a throng. Mm-hmm. They were uh, probably on their way to the Pikey, I would guess, right? To get 7-Eleven, okay. <laughs> to get five-hour energies and blinky keychains or something. <laughs> cool shit, like yeah. stuff that street kids do. <laughs> 
But we walked past him and we it was like, oh, Harmontown, Har- 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 Armenians. That's what they were. Uh, we walked past. We walked past him, and then I. But then something occurred to me. Like it, it made me really laugh inside. That that like okay, so there's five guys. They're all like Harmontown fans. Uh, they probably met like hanging out here. I'm, I'm just going to hazard a guess. Or there's probably groups of friends who did meet by coming to the show. Uh, what if five of them then robbed a bank? <laughs> or killed somebody or something? Are you worried that how this would reflect on you? Worried? Delighted? I don't know. I, 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 I just mean, like, like how, how fun, how amazing would that be? How weird would that be? Remember after Columbine where there's all this undue attention on Doom, the video game? You know, like, like there's always this yeah. ancillary thing, whatever, something happens. <laughs> All friends get together in some way. They all have some common connection. Oh, those are, they would be called the Harmontown robberies, or because they all met. Like uh, there would be pictures of them at the yeah, show. I, I, th- I think we can agree that's pretty unlikely, but I would like to plant that seed right now. <laughs> I, I, I just—it would be amazing. Everybody, every 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 group of people who ends up uh, doing something historically I, I horrible would, I, I would, met somewhere. I think what we should do right now is, is look if, if the mood strikes any of you. Commit a non-violent but high-profile crime. That's hard to do. And these wear days. an all-wear Harmontown hoodies. You would well, okay, or do it with a bunch of people you met at Harmontown, so that that's the thread. Because right. then the cops and their statements, they're going to see this word Harmontown. They're going to circle it. They're going to they're going to release a statement, and it's going to be like the trench coat mafia, but it'll be like the Harmontown killers. Uh, no, not killers. The robbers, burglars. They're gonna, robbers, burglars, whatever. They're going to be, no, be white collar, non-violent. Like they're they're, they're going to rob from the rich. Are you worried about you're worried about liability? I'm right worried now. about I'm worried about being blown up by one of them. I I, I worry about my own safety if if if. Right. if it becomes violent. Speaking of violent crime, fantastic segue. Great job. We did it. Uh, that's, that's called accidental com trolling. Uh, I often, uh, you know, Twitter, there's, you know, you have 225,000 followers. You definitely, every day, someone says, someone tweets you and says, my baby daughter's getting a heart transplant or whatever, something heartbreaking, and, you know, can you retweet and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of, I, so that I don't do it 24 hours a day. Why am I qualifying this? What the fuck am I doing? I, I, I just like, like, like there's, all, there's all kinds of stuff like that, but then those people like tweet at also Mark Marin or something like that. And it's, I, I, have, I, I hope your daughter has a good heart transplant and all that stuff. But I also, if somebody's a big Harmontown <laughs> fan, specifically somebody that I met on tour, this, this guy's brother uh, tweeted me. And it just want, I promised him that I would mention it. Uh, his Twitter name, the brother, is uh, M Gravy, uh, M with three Fs. <laughs> Said Dan Harmon, my brother, a Armenian you met at your uh, Portland stop, was jumped, beaten, and stabbed, and nearly died Wednesday in Seattle. Uh, Thursday in uh, ICU, we watched the new episode. We love the graceful exits for Troy Barnes and Pierce Hawthorne. Would you wish Jeff a get well? Uh, at Harmontown, you're a hero to us. Please, thanks. So, of course, of course, Jeff. God damn it, get well. Uh, and he also said, uh, "Thank you, Dan." When I responded to him, I, I <laughs> said, "I hope he, I hope he's, I hope he's, you know, I hope he's gonna get better." Uh, he, said, he, I just, I don't know. Surgeons broke his sternum to fix his heart, so it'll be a long recovery. And then he included a photo, and I uh, of of us, like we, oh. we, we, we met in Portland. Not, not the- <laughs> 
not of the sternum. No, uh, th- th- there was. That, yeah, that's what he said. Sternum's. Bro- they they broke his sternum to fix his heart, and there was a link to a picture. And I clicked it very hesitatingly. I'm like, well, I'm either gonna. I guess I deserve this. I, uh, but it was a. Fo- it was the photo that we took together, oh, okay. the brothers, and uh, I'm assuming from the hashtag Tough Ginger that uh, the kid in question, Jeff, is probably the. Uh, the curly redhead uh, on the right of the picture. And boy, there's not a lot of people who look like they deserve to be stabbed. But th- this, 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 this kid looks the least like he deserves wow, okay. to be. Wow. We all thought you were going the other way on that one. Uh, I would have stabbed this cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're looking for something like, 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 oh, I can see why he got stabbed. Look at that hat. Uh, this kid looks like he's just adorable. He looks like a little angel. So, Jeff, uh, if you're able to be listening to this, uh, uh, our prayers and uh, good vibes are with you uh, here at Harmontown. And we're, we're, Tell uh, your doctors to stop breaking your sternum. <laughs> no, they had to. Did they? They had to fix his fucking heart. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. Wow. Hearts all Maybe they hearts just broke, fucked up. They're going to break your sternum. Maybe they broke his sternum and they said that after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. They're like you're, mechanics. You're going to make a heart omelets. you gotta, yeah. you got to break a couple. Yeah, I don't know, man. Your sternum is all in the way of your heart. That's, you should have brought it in more often. <laughs> it, it makes sense because mechanics get away with almost literal murder. Because you, none of us know anything about cars. We, way less of us know anything about the human body. So how do you trust these fucking doctors? Fuck them. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff, you should trust your doctors in intensive care. You should, you should trust that they know what they're doing. Uh, all right, so uh, I don't know. I, 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 there's a couple things I wanted to talk about, but uh, I think we should bring up our guests first. Let's do it. Because maybe we can talk about it with some of them if we're lacking for conversation. Uh, uh, so, uh, Allie Ward and Georgia Hartstark, Hartstark, uh, they're, they're known as Allie and Georgia, commonly, and I asked them in the last names in the green room. Uh, they're on the Feral Audio Network. Would you figure that, Jeff? Did you know that Feral Audio is a network? I, I, I'd be jiggered if I knew that. (laughs) Their podcast is called Slumber Party, uh, and they did have a show on the cooking channel called Tripping Out, and they're known for making insane cocktails like the McNugget Teeny. What? You can ask him about it if you want. I'm, oh, I'm fucking going to. Sometimes I just read the uh, blurb that I get to. But but uh, but here's why they're really coming out because they're going to start doing their uh, podcast live, uh, and their first live podcast is at the Hollywood Improv Wednesday the 29th, and uh, and their first guest is Dan Harmon. Now that sounds exciting to me. Is he in town? Yeah. Uh, so let's bring him up, Ali in Georgia. Come on out. Sit where you like. Do what you like. Sorry, I, I called one of you Harstark before. I get worse than that. Yeah. Nervous tonight. I don't know why. It's because of the woo guy. I don't know. Yeah, you, know, you said you were nervous before the guy wooed. Then, then I, that just compounded it. I think it may be because we, had, we didn't do shows in so long. We went to Scotland and we came back. I, last week's show, I was in a blackout drunk. I won't listen to it. I don't. That we show, t- we yeah. talked about gender for three hours. That, that, <laughs> I, I'd like to say a quick apology to all listeners uh, that, that still listen to us after that show because that show was. <laughs> Allie in 
Georgia. Three who, unqualified lunatics t- talking about an issue they neither know anything about or have any fucking stake in. Fucking wow. Nor an issue that is. Yeah. I was gonna say you have double vaginas up here if yeah. you need to revisit Four any boobs. gender stuff. Right yeah. It's true. Well, we, well, combined, it's like maybe one and a half one to three. three. Yeah, no. But you guys said you enjoyed it and you have vaginas. Yeah, and we yeah. have. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I enjoy you guys. I enjoyed those without vaginas talking about the people with vaginas. I don't so. think. I don't think the lack of vagina was what disqualified us. It was a lack of intellectual, like, like uh, uh, assertion. Like, like we, we, we just, it was rudderless, meaningless yeah. garbage. Yeah, I just kind of blunder into that room and just go like, can you believe black men had the vote before white women? That's crazy. Good night. Like, like I don't. Yeah. And, then, and then I go home and sleep like a baby. And, and, and then all races and all genders are like, what the fuck? What? What, what do you, what did you mean? We're, we're, we're making this up and we misspeak a lot. You know, like, you know, like we, you say the wrong thing, you misquote something. That's going to happen. That's fine. You know, like that, it's going to happen to anybody. That doesn't bother me. I, I didn't, I, I mean, I, I never listened to our shows. I would never listen to that one again, simply for my own I have sense of I well-being. I listen to m- m- almost all of them. Then there's some that I, it has mostly to do with alcohol intake. Like, I feel like if I get off stage and I'm like, I don't even remember how that show went, yeah, but, but you, I don't listen but to you, it. But you can, you can have drunk vodka all day long and come up here and have a, like incredible facility. Like you can be quite lucid, even though I know because I know you that you're steamboat Willie drunk. Like you're, uh, but but that night seemed to be extra special, like swirly and like like. Like, I think I had been drinking for like, two days or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, Let's what? talk to the ladies. I was say, like, had what? you read anything different? Yeah. Well, had you read like an? Had you seen like a blurb about feminism or something? Like what precipitated I did, it? Well, no. Some guy sent us a book. I remember yeah. that vaguely. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that we, it was we took a, a giant shit on him. <laughs> that poor guy. And, and, and mine, mine was simply on format. I didn't even read his stuff. I'm sure he's great, but his publisher can go suck it. Uh, I don't know. How, I, no, I have no idea how we got on the topic. I mean, you listened to it. I did. Yeah, I mean, I just I learned not to not to send you a book until, <laughs> which is fine. I hadn't planned on it anyway, so I'm good. We're in the clear. And then, uh, and yeah, I learned that. Um, well, I revisited the thought that um, that machines replace slavery, which is always. And then, of course, there's us with all of our dumb iPhones that are made essentially by slaves, and that's a whole other story. But whatever. Right. So God, I touched on McNuggetini. that slavery. Huh? <laughs> Can I just open up uh, with chicken McNuggetini? What? I would sure. love for you to open. Yeah. Up. Tell I will me, open tell up me a little bit about this. Oh no. Does that Okay, well, that's how we monetized our friendship. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We, we, we like, had this inside joke between the two of us. We were best friends, and we'd go out at, late at night and drink, and we had hard jobs. And Yeah, we ha- I was a, a, actually a writer at the LA Times, right. and so I would be there until the lights turned off, and I'd have to call the power room and be like, can you turn it back on? And I was a receptionist, so I had to say yes to white men a lot. Yeah, like, she was- rich white men. I had to be like, smile. And that's really hard, you guys. She would um, she would G chat me and she'd be like, ugh, they asked me to fax something. I'm right in the middle of like the fourth episode of whatever. <laughs> she hated it. And so um, we had we always had this joke where uh, we wanted to go out for a McNuggetini after work because it would take care of dinner and a drink and dessert, and then we could just, just go back to bed out of and, the way. and then suffer again in the morning. And so we had this joke, and I think uh, we posted it on each other's MySpace pages at the time. I made a McNuggetini, right? And then we're like, what if we actually did this? Like, what would it taste like? And it just like was this like long-standing joke between the two of us. And finally, we're like, well, let's do it. It was like a Pegasus that you're like, yeah. does it exist? Let's make it. Exist. <laughs> so how do you make it? You... Well, so then oh. we had our friend Peter Tensio, who's the really funny comedy director, but he then 
didn't wasn't yeah he was making anything. things for like super deluxe and they paid him in like packets of oatmeal and he still yeah. worked for them but um now he now he directs Key and Peele so we managed to get in on the ground floor there yeah. but um he made a he made a video for us of us making this drink and it involves which is like yeah. all manner of horrible just in every scale it's a McDonald's milkshake milkshake Melon chocolate. Milk Chocolate. And then you add vanilla yes, vodka to right. it, and you shake it lightly, and then you pour it into a martini glass. That's been rimmed in McDonald's barbecue sauce. And then, like, oh, so rim. no actual McNugget. Like, no, no, there's then, a, we're not done yet. Oh, you put one on the rim. like it's a perched on the side right. as a garnish is a McNugget. And so so wait, chocolate milkshake. Yeah. Vanilla vodka. Are you taking notes on no, that? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just barfing. Uh, yeah. With a rim of barbecue sauce yeah. and a... And he, I, I'm, I'm imagining like you would put an olive garnish or an onion and a, and a Gibson. Yeah. A, yeah. a chicken McNugget resting gently across the. Uh, yep. On the yeah. ribs, you like slice it down the side a little. Yeah. And like a. Oh, I see. Oh, like, like, a, like a lemon. Yeah. yeah. A lemon. So then you drink it. And it's, you have to get through the barbecue sauce. And then yeah. when you're done with it, you swipe the McNugget around yeah. the rim and eat uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know when you dip french fries in like a, a milkshake? It's yeah. Kind of yeah. Do you know, it's have you actually ever, sounds like, so bad. I've, I've heard of worse foods than that. And, that, and uh, there's a hilarious, like, Greg Proops, please, if you have not done this, go read. There's a New York Times uh, restaurant review of Guy Fieri's oh, Times Square. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Uh, Times Square. Have you, heard, have you read this review? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Who has it? This guy absolutely... Buys 15 machine guns, loads them up, and just blazes uh, that restaurant to pieces in this uh, this review. It's it is an absolute like assassination of this restaurant. And I I love that New York Times even went to Guy Fieri's. uh, What's it called? Bros and tits. Bros and tits and anus. Is it actually kind of made me want to go there? Like it. That article made me be like, well, I got to see this. It sounded you know I mean? like it sounds like a miniature golf course of food, just like things in wrong yeah. scales but and confusing. If, I, if on that menu go. or anywhere, if you'd said it's the chicken McNugget teeny, and you said yeah. it's it's a it's a McDonald's chocolate milkshake with vanilla vodka, a barbecue sauce rim glass, and a a, a slice of chicken McNugget on the rim, um, that would sell like gross McDonald's oh, hotcakes. Well, here's the. So, have you sold this and actually? No, we haven't because we have just a a tiny bit of pride left, so we haven't ever sold it. But what happened was this video went viral, and we were like, "Oh shit," because we didn't mean to be known for this. Like, I I studied so hard in school. There's so many times where we'll do like we'll be doing something, and Ali will be like, "Magna cum laude," like like, something like that. So this is is your penicillin. This is yeah. This was my accident. Like this was this was my moldy (laughs) dish after vacation. It was my. It was like this weird accident. It's like a, a baby that you're like, let's not abort it. And then we just have raised it into a career. I didn't together. go to college, so my parents are stoked that like I have a career. Yeah. Now, when you both made these, uh, this was a, a joint like collaboration on, yeah. on the... It all, no, so since then, it was like 2009, yeah. we've made a fucking career out of this. We quit our jobs yeah. and like this is our job. We ended up, it, it went viral and then, and then the oh. New York Times contacted us and they're like, we'd like to do a feature story. Can you fly out to New York so we can interview you? And we both collectively lost our shit and then uh, and then Food Network offered us a contract so we would because of that? yes I don't know <laughs> it's great. well here's why because it sounds just ridiculous yeah. enough to be awesome Jeff yeah. you're being impolite to our guests <laughs> no I'm we saying no, th- I'm sharing their incredulity right? I know but well you shouldn't share people's incredulity about their success yeah. you should let them be incredulous no, it's fucking ridiculous and you should assure them that it's for a reason yeah. so that's, no. that's just like taking their coat I'm saying that I, I, I I'm certain, I'm certain that they proved the, their, their worthiness outside of that. I was like, that's a hilarious thing job. to become famous. No, no, yes. no one even wanted that. They're, 
they're world class philatrices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk to you guys about about podcasting because okay. you, for a very long time now, on the Feral Audio Network, which is an amazing network, yeah. you've been doing. I don't know how else. To, uh, uh, like, like I, don't, I don't know what the terminology is. Like in 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 terms of sitcoms, there's single camera and multi camera, which means there's an audience. Like there's an audience here. There is not an audience. You guys have been doing the not an audience one for a while. Yep. Have you? Uh, and now you're you're gonna? Are you just shifting gears entirely, bailing on the non audience and doing the audience thing now? No way. No, I think we just want a more immediate form of validation. So we're going to get rid of us. Yeah. I mean, we've done it with an audience of Dustin, the producer, who's just out, like right outside the pillow fort. <laughs> and if we say something really disgusting, we'll hear him wince. Yeah. Right. Like to get Dustin to you laugh can, outside the pillow fort. You can hear fort, him like, wince. You can hear his wow. whole body. Well, how heavily. Did you edit? Because we, like I went through all these phases with this thing where we would record this and then I would sit with you know I'd try to schedule a time with Dustin and go through it and then we'd be sitting there in Pro Tools or whatever Logic or uh, Square Five or whatever the fuck kids use <laughs> um, uh, and 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 going like oh, well that was kind of, that kind of doesn't really go anywhere so let's 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 bring up that laugh and do all those things and we tried to minimize the dishonesty and like I was trying to keep it to ninety minutes all that stuff. The more emails I got or Tumblr messages about people that were just going, you know what, I, I, I listen to your podcast while I'm welding a mechanical bull at work. I listen to your podcast while I'm driving to and from work. I, they, they, it became very clear that part of the format was that the, the, the people that really gobble it up, what they prefer more is a timely schedule than a finely edited masterpiece. Well, and so we just stopped editing at a certain point. That makes total sense. And I don't like to listen to myself talk. So if I'm saying, if I'm on doing the podcast and I say something like racist or like shitty that I know is bad, I'll be like, that's not that I ever do. Dustin, like, that, take that out. But like, I won't go back and listen to it. And our best, our best, like, episodes have been our solo episodes when we're, because we're best friends. We know fucking everything, everything about each other. Everything. We know each other's buttons to push. So, the best episodes are when we're just totally candid and like. Have you guys ever been in a, like an actual fight? Like so a, oh many. Oh my god! No, 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 no! I locked her out of a hotel room in New Orleans, but yeah. I mean that was the worst. Thing I broke that's into ever the happened. hotel room. She in New busted Orleans. through the fucking door, and I was like, "Oh, what's true crime well, how did you shit for nothing?" Did you kick? I was like, "There's a monster outside." This is when they put the the door like the lock. When they meaning Allie, who's locking Jordan. <laughs> I watch this true the, crime the, constantly. The little hingy the one. Hinge, yeah, right. yeah, the hingy one. If you take a credit card or the room key <laughs> or whatever, and you slide it through, like it'll good to know. It. It's, it's I, my to favorite know. thing about that is don't uh, break yeah, anyone. So every, every, everyone's groaning because you just armed a million. Uh, yeah. But but my favorite thing about that is that the idea that in the midst of a, a drunken hotel fight, so drunk. one person will do something as delicate as <laughs> threading a needle. And then, and then I'm sure you're right back to fuck you, bitch. I thought, yeah, I thought I was so smart when really I should have just gone and sat down and had some water and like everything would have been fine. But I was like, I so, got yeah. Her. So I was, where did you pick that up? Like watching like Dog the Bounty yeah. Hunter? Or? No, I watch. I obsessively watch shows about like people who have been have murdered people. Right, like, like, obsessively. Forty eight hours. Yes. Of date oh my god. And, yeah, all yeah. of the Hence, I lock the hotel room door when Jordan is drunk. <laughs> Wait, so the, the, the little the little hingy one with a little thing that slides in and kind of locks in. You can yeah. you can put a credit card through that. You put a credit card and like kind of slide the hinge off. Ah. It's so easy. It's, life hacking. This is why I put yeah. It's our this life hacking segment. A... Also, you get a Mountain Dew bottle makes a great silencer. And there's also the thing. <laughs> there, there's. <laughs> 
Yeah, you put a pillow inside a Mountain Dew bottle. It has to be Mountain Dew for some reason. Uh, like if you, like you hold certain buttons down in, a, in a certain elevators, and you just you bypass all the other floors if you want to go straight down. Whoa, I did yeah. not know this. Oh. Yeah, if you hold the door open or close button and hit a thing, and, and, the, and the floor you're going to, it, it just goes. It, fire departments use it to get places. So now I tell the world that uh, so that the fire department uh, so people die. <laughs> but if you hold it down a second too long, you end up on a special floor where the elevator master yes. goes, "Who brought you here?" <laughs> We have no way of knowing. <laughs> you have come up, but going. you can never go down. Uh, you're just in a shitty, like, adjustment bureau movie. Uh, uh, What's slumber party Okay. Oh. What? Oh, sorry. I, I, I was asking yeah, you about slumber party. like parties. murderers and slumber parties. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have this. We have a slumber party podcast, so we get in pajamas because it's comfortable, and then we get people. Slumber in a parties fort. that no one until now has been able to see. Like you guys have actually pitched we a tent. We do the pillow fort. We do the. You get in there and, and you make the guests it. feel comfortable, yeah. and then you talk to them. And now you're going to start doing that in front of an audience. Yeah. So there's challenges there. Right. Yeah. Are yeah. there? Have, oh you, well, have you I thought mean, about them? No, no, no actually. <laughs> no. Be Good a... thing I'll be your first guest. <laughs> Thank you for being our first guest. <laughs> Wait, we so want... you're, you're going to be you're the first live guest of the slumber party? Yeah. yeah so I guess, are you oh. going to wear PJs? Oh, it yeah, sounds yeah, like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you wear like a little onesie or something? Yes. yes. <laughs> I have one. Yeah. You do? <laughs> I got one from Paramount it. for Christmas. It's like a red onesie. Can you wear that? Slippers? Is it a union suit with a little button? Yeah, it looks like it looks like I want you to get off my moonshine. Uh, uh, all right, should we shift focus and talk about constitutional law and Justin Bieber? Oh yes, he's yes, on that right. scissor. He's he's on that serp so bad. Jeff, Jeff, what do you know about Justin Bieber? I'll, very precious little. What I do, do you know I, about I, what's I, going I, on right now. I do know that I was flipping channels and he's under uh, felony uh, charges for egging his neighbors. Does anybody else in this audience have the immediate... Is, do you have a personality disorder? Yes. Or, or within, within five seconds of those chirons, are you upset about search and seizure? Are you upset about... Like, like all I heard was uh, everybody's laughing about... Like, 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 like oh, I guess Justin Bieber egged, egged his neighbor's house. And the cops, so the cops raided his house. And found cocaine. I'm like, what? Wait, back up a million steps in the fucking Constitution. I know he's not American, but apparently either are we. What are you talking about? Oh, well, I guess the, he had surveillance cameras, so they wanted... That's self-incriminating. What, what? What? You can't... You can't... If, if I... I, 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 I I'm, pretty, Dan, Dan. I'm pretty sure if you search every house in California, you're going to find some fucking cocaine. <laughs> Let's just call that a given. Let's 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 make the assumption that in the eyes of the fucking government, which is a shitty, joyless organization designed to govern, not to provide us with happiness, but to supposedly protect it, um, let's just assume that within the eyes of a faceless, inhuman organization like the government, every person's individual life is spent breaking the law. Let's assume that. That if you pull every car over, there's something nasty in their trunk. If you go into anyone's house, they got something that they're embarrassed about. That's why the Founding Fathers put a little concept in the goddamn Constitution called fucking privacy. We have privacy. We have a right to be individuals. And when it comes to drugs, I think it's perfectly fine for a country with a gross national product to say, well, at our borders... 
we're going to try to like put a, a throttle on the amount of cocaine or heroin or whatever the, whatever the fuck their business is. If you're living in a country that has less pantyhose or more potted ferns because your giant country made a social contract with some free trade agreement with some other country, hey, that's tough titties for you as an individual. You move countries or whatever. The, the, or you're trapped there and you're, you have less pantyhose. The, so, 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 so goes drugs. But I think the idea has always been that by the time a little bindle of cocaine gets into your front pocket at the local bar, you're allowed to have it. Like, 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 you need to have done some fucked up shit before they're allowed to find that shit. Well, did they? And, you, and people did, can't did kick they, in your door. Did they burst in, or did they actually have access to the house? Just generally, like, they, all like, I understood was that the kid egged a house. Obviously, he's he's been a bit of an annoyance in his neighborhood. I have a feeling his neighbor is well hooked up. I, I picture his neighbor being like a guy like me, like a forty-one-year-old guy whose neighbor is Justin Bieber, this house and, this beautiful and, and place is like, or or has had it for twenty years, and who's and, is, and dines with cops, and is like, sure. fuck this fucking kid. You know what it kind of reminds me of is like when you hear about like people who were peeing in a bush, which. I, it's how we met. Yeah. Um, and actually, get, it's how we met. Um, get like. We'll go back to that. Okay. Well, get arrested and, ha- and then have um, their like sex- for sex crimes or for, what is it called? Uh, you know, like. Thank you. But then they're they're on the sex offender registry because right. they're, oh, so like, yeah, they, it's almost like a like a thing where they're like, come in for a free tour, and then they try to sell you a condo. It's like, right. yeah, <laughs> you're like, well, that's not really the same thing as that. And like egging a fucking house, like he if he really wanted to, he could have killed that like, guy. I, I, know, I saw I saw a couple days ago. God, it. fucking if Bieber just whacked somebody, that'd be so good. <laughs> Wait, what do, you, uh, hang on, hang on. what do you mean when you say if he really wanted to, he could have whacked that guy? I'm just saying like. Egging a house is a is an innocent, simple way to get out your frustrations on this person. Well, right. But over, so a, over, a, this... over a certain dollar amount of damage. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I, I, I well, saw... apparently there was twenty thousand dollars worth of damage, which is Impossible. believable when you egg a rich person's house. And I saw this news item a couple of days ago. So I, I don't know what I don't know what happened today or yesterday, really. Uh, <clears throat> oh, he's got he's on he's drinking copious amounts of cough syrup. Sweet. Which what? is so sad. Do people do that. Doesn't he have any cocaine on him? <laughs> <laughs> I, but the impression that I got when I first watched it was. That that, that, like, there was probably a bunch of people in his house because he, he throws parties, and people, maybe him included, maybe not, went and egged the neighbor's house, and then the cops came in, like, hey, can we come in? Sure. And then there was somebody had coke. Right. Like, now, yeah, now yeah. I think it was actually, I think it was on one of his entourage, little, little, little personal pizza, or whatever his coke. name is. Little yeah. personal pizza. <laughs> That's a, like one of his, one they, of his entourages named Little Zod. Did they Zod cash or, uh, Little PP right and dirty? But, 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 but the idea is, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if you kick in my door, you're gonna find some shit. I'm an American. Let's get over there right I'm now. I'm trying to think. I, I, I pursue my fucking right to happiness. Dan, you're not and I do it on, the, on, the, on my own property. And if you kick in my door and you go through every inch of my house, you are going to find illegal shit. God bless me. <laughs> and, 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 and the same went for George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, who would have been hung if they caught them because they were fucking treasonous t- terrorists. They were forming a fucking country where people should mind their own goddamn business. And, I, and, I, and egging a house is shitty. And if you can prove that you egged a house, then you owe the guy twenty grand. And that is not fu- that is not a search warrant situation. Well, but I, I don't think they. I would guess that it wasn't. They bur- they broke down the door without a search warrant and started looking. No, they served him a warrant. I'm sure. And I think I think he was like, okay, fool. But they can also cool. say, can we come in? If they, and they go, yeah, you can come in. When they come in and they see coke on the table, they can go, what's this? And they can bust whoever. Anyways, Team Biebs. 
I'm just, I'm just saying. It sounds to me, Dan, like you're, a, you're, a, you're, you've become a bit of a constitutional believer. Oh. <laughs> I am, and I'm going back through all of Justin Bieber's crimes, and I'm going, you know what? Anne Frank probably would have been a believer. He had every right to. Oh God! Oh, he's. She said probably would have been. But uh, that's what I, I think he's getting. I think he's getting punished for just being a tiny douchebag. Is what's happening. Exactly, and that is. If that's a crime, we're all in trouble, man. Especially me. Yeah. I like, I need to keep my ass. Like, 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 like. I. I it needs to not be illegal to I, be unlikable. My, my only problem with Justin Bieber is that he's rocking and made quite famous the haircut that I had when I was four. <laughs> well, I was doing the big sweepy thing a long time ago, and fucking nothing. No, no record deals. I also want to reach out to him and say, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I am so sorry about the photos they choose when you're being vilified. And the because man, they found when, when I when I when yeah. I made my classic rape joke, uh, boy, they found the yellowest teeth. Like like they just found like these snarling photos of me going, I love rape. <laughs> And, and 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 he's he's the, the, he egged a house and they found cocaine and there's, there's every photo is like him on the red carpet doing like a Corey Feldman break dancer. <sighs> Can I? Uh, here's my uh, look. I, I love the Constitution as much as anybody, but um, I, I I do think that personal rights might have to be stepped in on when. He's wearing the pants with the crotches by the knees. Yeah, Fucking that? no. Then then no. Then you're I, under. I don't know what that means. Crotches by the you knees. He has those those pants, those saggy, those saggy crotch pants, where like the the the, 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 the bells would be where the where normal pants would be wasted, but the crotch portion is down here. So you know what? Big. It's full of cocaine and eggs and cough syrup. Cocaine oh. and eggs and cough syrup. <laughs> oh my! The heaviest habits known to man. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Oh, Just in case. Good night, everybody. It's been our show. Thank you for coming to Harmontown. Let's search her house. She made a pun. (laughs) What's that, Georgia? What's the worst thing they would find in your house? The worst thing they would. Like George and I have this game we play on Slumber oh, yeah. Party because we ask Slumber Party questions, and one of them is, "When you die, what's the worst thing?" Then feel your free to like, include hard drives. Oh, oh, hard drives. Then we're all fucked. You know, I, I, I got us. This isn't my house, but I, I stay friends with an ex, partly because he has videos and pictures. Oh. And, you know what I mean? And it's like, what's his name? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> He, you know, I'm kidding. I can't piss him off that much, right? Because he has. What are these videos? Can you again in, bro- I mean, in broad strokes? Long-term relationship videos and photos. She was in a musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you and uh, it's you and uh, Pippin when you're no, it's uh, it's kinky scale one to ten, ten being holy shit. Uh, five. It's not five. that bad. Yeah. So yeah, enough to enough to be embarrassing. Embarrassing. But, but not yeah, not felonious. Also, my hair was terrible. You know. It's oh like, yeah. Is that what you're worried about? See, Dan, it seems to me that a lot of your beef with this whole uh, Justin Bieber break-in is that the idea that your your illegal stuff at home isn't safe, right? Is that- uh, it all it all goes back to me taking a pee in uh, first grade and all of the kids at the urinal slowly looking over and laughing at me, and at that point, me realizing that you're not supposed to drop your underwear and pants all the way to your ankles. Yes. Which is why Justin Bieber invented these new pants. That are, and it's the, the well, job yeah. is half done. Maybe there is overlap there. That's Maybe true. people should be allowed to do whatever they want with their pant level too. I, 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 I the, the, I, 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 
I never diagnosed myself with Asperger's. I never will. I'm 41. It takes too long, too much money. I don't care. But, but I have achieved a lot of understanding about my personality and the struggles I've gone through by, by participating or voyeuristically spying on conversations between people on the spectrum on the Internet. Uh, which I, uh, I started doing accidentally because I was writing this character that that, that I didn't want to I didn't want to get wrong, um, and uh, and and I what I understand now very clearly is that there is a like look, we all share is a fear of alienation and excommunication, and that a lot of people have like these tendrils, these social cues, these pickups, and the things that like 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 like, like they just keep them safe. Like like people, there's people who are naturally buoyant, to use the metaphor of a pool, and then there's people who feel like they sink like a stone after a second if they don't flail or grab something. And and I think when you're on the spectrum, you are the, the it's not it's not the doing things wrong. It's the realization that you can do things wrong and not even realize that you've been doing them wrong until it's too late. And it's that fear that we all have of being kicked out. It's like, I didn't know that if I egged my neighbor's house, you could fucking kick in my door. We've both been pants before. Like, oh. When I was young, people... Like, the panting was a formative oh, like, the trauma. I clapped you in the lunchroom and just slapping you in the back of the head, and you have no idea it was coming, and you don't know why it happened, and then you find out because you're confused... And your hero is Spock or Doctor Who, and he gets to the bottom of things. Uh, why did that happen? Why did Troy do that? Uh, Troy did that because you spoke up in science class and you embarrassed him. You raised your hand at the wrong time. You've been wearing those pants for too many days in a row. Well, realizing uh, that you're the butt of the joke is like the most eye-opening thing. You know that happened when I was in fifth grade and got pants, and I was like, oh, like this is funny to people. What, what was your reaction? Because I I I, oh I, I saw some girls go through. Through some pretty traumatic pantsings. Traumatic, like really traumatic, life, like life changing. Oh yeah, mine was in seventh grade, and in a, uh, I was in a fight with my friend Laura. She was not drunk and not in a hotel room, but um, she, uh, her, her boyfriend was a dick, and um, and yeah, like a whole group of them are like, "Hey, Laura wants to talk to you," and then. Kenji, her boyfriend, came up behind me and pulled guy did down. He should die. <laughs> and it was like I had a whole like group of people watching. So I remember the weird... same thing. Slow motion. Yeah. My entire fifth grade class. D- down to the knickers or down to fully nude? Just underwear. But I think just underwear. Slow, but still, like... You, we, you don't get pantsed if you're like a popular kid. We both were really, probably oh, yeah, really super dorks. Esteemed, hated ourselves. We're total nerds, and then that happened. I slapped Kenji in the fucking face, I though. Clawed this girl's arm. <laughs> I clawed this girl's arm. The slumber party motif, though, because slumber parties were really even beyond any oh. scholastic environments. Slumber parties, your closest friends. Uh, also, the place where the knife could go in the deepest. Like I, I had my best times and my worst times at slumber parties, where we called them sleepovers because we were dudes. Uh, but we, you know, like like the most the the reason why you always wanted to have sleepovers is because you you wanted to be participatory of like the most joyous moments of of, of young life, and the, the, like those spikes would come, and those other jumping up and down, and your friends, and you're having a great time. But then. My worst memories are at slumber parties where I'm suddenly realizing again, like, wait, what the fuck? What did I? Wait, me? I'm the scapegoat? No, that's the worst. Did you guys have a meeting about this? That's the worst. But that's the worst fear. That's the fear that's so weirdly universal to humanity. And I wouldn't get like, I wouldn't get like, like, oh, like downer about it. But it's something that I struggle with my whole life and being like, what if everyone fucking hates me? And I have no idea. So when a helicopter shot at Justin Bieber's house is a thing, like, my mind doesn't automatically go to, ha, fuck that guy. 
he's so popular and rich, my mind goes to, fuck the police. Fuck. Like, I, 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 I know there's police out there that are so such great people. I don't, I, I, like, 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 I, like, thank God there are decent people who sign up for that job. But, but I'm just saying as, a, as an institution, like, if I'm watching someone's house get raided on CNN, like, I never go. I don't care how famous they are. Like, I, first we have to hate the government. Then we have to hate famous people in that order. So important. Because famous people can't yet. All they can really do is fuck with your brain a little bit and lower your taste. Like, the government can really do a lot of damage well, with too much fact, power. Those things don't really make sense. Egging to raiding don't. They those, do, yeah. they do not equate. If it was Charlie Sheen, you'd be like, well, he well, probably if, sold if, if, there was, if there was a news story that broke about a little kid that egged somebody's house and then and then the cops raided yeah. raided their house, like under the right demographic circumstances, that would be all over well, Facebook that, as like an example that, of police. Like that uh, happens every night all across the country. I'm certain that people. Well, it's called raiding people's houses who didn't even egg people because they live in the wrong well, neighborhood. But, but also, yeah. like, if, if 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 somebody if if you're if you live in a, re- a wealthy neighborhood and you are a non-famous uh, child living in that neighborhood or a youngster like he is, and you decide to do shitloads of uh, like like grand like like heavy duty damage to your neighbor's house, the cops are coming. They're going to come into your house if you allow them in. If you go, no sir, no, that, that without a warrant, they go, all right, if I can, like like they'll, they'll have to play by the rules. But if you let them in and they find drugs there, you go to jail. Everybody there gets questioned and all that shit happens. Helicopters come because he's Justin Bieber. But no, that- those are news coppers. I understand. Copters. Yeah. I understand. But uh, the, the whole thing in total that disturbs me is that the entire thing adds up to something that we all just take for granted, which is that, oh, well, he had it coming. Now, wait a minute. I don't care who had it coming. I watch enough Law & Order. I love me some Sam Waterston. Like, like, the rule of law is what's important. It doesn't matter who had it coming. You can't shoot someone in the face because they, you know, like, until after the law fails you anyway. Like, like, like you know, like, 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 you can't, you can't, like, and we can't just look at somebody and go, like, oh, well... He but was a dick about that monkey thing on the airline, and he—he's. Well, there's been all kinds of stories about him, so fuck him. No, the, not fuck. Is anybody. Justin Bieber under charges right now? Has he been like arrested or? Arrested? I don't know. I, I gave up at my outrage. I, I had he something really to talk about, so I stopped he researching. Was, he was in the news today for drinking for drinking a, a shit ton of weird uh, cough syrup, which is so slumming it. But I. But I, on that point, though, I think there's something really interesting about like about. Hive mind and about um, there's a, have you ever heard of the syndrome the term um, tallest poppy syndrome where it's this it's a it's like a metaphor for the tallest poppies in opium crops get cut because they don't conform so this idea that something rises above and it's bigger and it's it's um, it's um, more conspicuous then gets the the nature human nature is to chop it and so it's that's the I think it's above constitutional law concerns it's also that's that. The, you that's know, Harrison Bergeron, but that's, the the, the uh, but that's celebrity. Story. But that's celebrity, as we're uncomfortable with a kid who put a YouTube video up and became a billionaire at twelve. That's, that's my and gets problem. More pussy I than anyone in this room. I don't like ever that hypocrisy. Will. I thought I thought our country was supposed to be about innovation and this all stuff. I don't. I, the, the glee that we take in raising people up. It's like. 
there, if somebody is that famous, it's because everybody loved them, and then we crucify them. That's like, what we do. It's, 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 I don't like that, no, it and sucks. neither did God, hence the New Testament. No, it's uh, not. It's not a cool behavior, and we d- fucking don't learn our lesson. But all of that is a reflection also, and this is super cheesy, but of how much you actually like yourself, and if you hate yourself, you want everyone to hate themselves, and if you're okay with yourself, you don't give a shit what people think about themselves. And so the idea that if you're in this cycle of like, I suck, I suck, everyone hates me, I must be terrible, what's wrong with me, is there something wrong with me I don't know about, am I okay today? You're ev- you're going to want, you're going to wish failure on everyone. Yeah, but if you and, you, just- and you're going to feel fine with it. It's like throwing a rock at the moon. That's a, every day on Twitter, somebody like takes a shot at me. You know, f- 85,000 people hug me and make me feel wonderful about myself and then one person goes like, hey, fuck face, why are you so fat and untalented? <laughs> and of course I go like, well, <laughs> let's talk about this and I get out my eyeglasses and I want to talk to them. I, 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 and I like over and over and over again it's the same thing it's like this person that no matter how they want to dress it up regardless of, of what form they take it's this person that is actually quite shocked in the end that like I would go hey what <laughs> because they, the first thing they say is they go like what a loser talking to me what, what the fuck no, they go, hate oh, that's sad you don't want to, well why did you talk to me if are you, you doing gonna, it like, do well you wanna... I just think I'm thinking you and then 90% of them go like look I was, maybe I misspoke I was just saying like I think like, 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 like it's it, our celebrity worship is they think you're invincible they think you're invincible dangerous. So they they th- and they know. think and, and, and that's dummies. just me like I, I I exist in a safe part of that pond. Then you look at the things. If you ever go to like a Kardashian's Instagram, <laughs> a, and 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 a, some girl takes a photo of herself and says, "I'm having fun at the zoo. I'm a Kardashian," <laughs> and the, the things uh, like like it's just. Oh, kill yourself. You should kill yourself. If you don't kill yourself, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hire someone to kill you. Your head looks stupid. Your face looks stupid. I, you shouldn't be at the zoo. You're a horrible person. You're, that, like, you're, I hope your face gets ripped off by that animal. I hope you're... So, I don't... I, I've never watched the Kardashian show. I don't know what these people do that's so wrong. But it's so we disturbing. Always, we always like have like like f- f- struggle with the thought of like promoting ourselves like and being like look at me doing this thing and look at us doing this thing and hey we're gonna be at, even like at Harmontown and it's like are we bragging what's in uh, are we inviting people to be annoyed with us and to hate us yeah. well that's a large I got a documentary coming out about myself that's gonna wow. go well <laughs> that's gonna go real well I can't wait to read the AV Club review of the documentary I produced about myself that's gonna go that's gonna make me feel fantastic well, uh, but all of that is you'll notice like the like the the more invincible and the more on top people seem then the more then the more of that like uh, chopping poppy syndrome you see and so you have to understand and take that with some kind of weird you have to almost like but it, and I don't know if this is part of the solution or part of the problem but I think what you're suggesting is that a healthy person would would look at each knife as a hug <laughs> Like, yes, but I don't know if that sure. t- turns you into a monster. Isn't that no, the definition of a you, sociopath? I think what you do is look at the person on the other side of the knife and uh, realize that they're these sad people who are never going to affect your life. And that and their, in their mind, the blade on the knife is a Nerf blade. Yeah, I Super mean, nerd. really, they're trying to get your attention. Right. That's what they're doing. And, you can, and so there's something about them that needs. It's almost like an Andy still. Kaufman routine, where it's yeah. like, 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 like he just went, "Fuck it." If people are booing you. 
that's part of the act. Like he didn't, it didn't affect him that way. But you just said, Dan, that you know that eighty-five thousand people hug you, and one person says uh, you're fat, and, and that drives you crazy. Like you, 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 you don't think that you're going to get one hundred percent of the people to say nice things to you on right. online. Yeah. So intellectually, you understand that there's a percentage of people who are going to say that. No, I understand that all intellectually, but that's just like yeah. I don't. I, I, I'll, I'll look here. Here's the thing. Uh, everyone loved the last episode of Community, uh, but five seconds into reading the praise of the last episode of Community, I started to get bummed out because the praise came in the form of this is the funniest episode of Community since season two, which made me go, I did a bad job on season three. I, I, I made a realization, and I'll make it again for the rest of my life. It's too late for me. I'll never be mentally healthy, but it's another epiphany in my epiphany drawer. I... My work, my relationship with strangers will never make me happy. I, that's how sick I am. So no, yes, I realize all these things. The logical realization of it doesn't it doesn't doesn't mean anything. But do you think that this that your self hatred and we both have it in certain doses like helps fuel you as a person because you st- you hate yourself yet you've made this incredible like career doing something you love and are good at, but. You know, if you liked yourself, would you have tried so hard to, to prove? No, yourself? exactly. Yeah, well, it's that's, just, that's yeah. That's the problem is that am, that validation is the reward for ambition, which can a lot of times be fueled by the need for validation. So you, have, if you are like, ah, oh, fuck, I got a hole in my bucket, you're gonna keep trying to fill your bucket, and you're like, I still got a hole in it. I think the key has whatever. something to do with that hole. The hole in the bucket has to. You have to let that lead you into vocational ambition. Yeah. At, where it will never be fulfilled. And you have to then simultaneously somehow, I'm miming like some bucket going underwater. <laughs> it looks like some weird thing. But, but like, like while, that, while that, incom- that unfillable void directs you forward in terms of the things you output, you simultaneously have to derive your emotional well-being from your dog, your fiancé, your oh, ice cream. which are amazing. You, you have not mine. Not I have neither. And, but. I, I, but, and you have to not let those things. That's the that's it's the a, thing. Like you can't. Like you have to. Like yeah. You just have to go. Like okay. The, I, I'm I'm a person who can never do anything right for anybody. So I'm gonna always like until I drop dead. Like Robert Altman. I'm just gonna like make things. Like Woody Allen. I'll just make things. Like those are great. Those are heroes of ours because they're prolific. You're never, but they but compartmentalize because obviously, if Woody Allen ever allowed people's opinions of his personality oh, he of to mitigate warrants, yeah. his output, oh, there would have been a little rules. bit of a divot at a certain point in his career, yeah. and there wasn't. He better not egg anyone. The he should Christina never Barcelona egg anyone. Barcelona was pretty shitty. I mean, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, he's a he's psychologically probably a monster, but that's and, and, okay. And, 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 and he's not listening, and he won't punch a mirror when you say that. <laughs> unlike me, and that's where I fall short. Like, I, I probably but, won't punch a mirror, but but. That that's, I mean, that's the thing is, is, and for me, we would not have multiple TV shows if out of a McNuggetini video if I didn't have an unfillable void. <laughs> like, yeah, if my anxiety and depression wasn't fueled on like, but you're not doing enough, enough, enough. We wouldn't have, yeah, we wouldn't have. See, I, I have job. no ambition. I have zero. That, well, maybe, fuck well, off, that's Jeff. That's the thing to do. I don't. I was like, I, 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 I don't think I'm crazy enough to be that talented or that funny. Like, well, I, I feel like, well, like I don't think I'm talented. I know guilt, I work my ass off. The guilt of having some a, a partner that you have to, I would have never done this on my own. Like the guilt of being like, well, 
always going to be disappointed if I don't write this thing. Or like, well, I have to show that I'm carrying my weight. And so when you have someone to work with like that, it really helps. I'm the deadline bitch a lot of times. So I keep... <laughs> See, I don't like people like you that have ambition, that, 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 that have... That have I, I don't like people that have holes in their bucket because the, you guys are all the people that are getting shit done. You guys are... Fucking, I know. You guys have we're career, never going to be happy. You have careers and shit like that. It's, no, I actually had a weird... And I, I don't know if this is... You guys don't know me, so I don't know if this is weirdly personal, but I had a fucking... The last couple weeks, I had, we've both had really hard years. We've had terrible years. And if you listen to Slumber Party with Allie and George on Peril Audio, we the, one of our episodes was called Flash Flood of Sadness because, like, in the one month, like, we just... We both went through all kinds of sh- weird shit outside of our control. And so I've had, like, a, this terrible hard year, and I have beat myself up a million times for how I am not enough. I didn't handle it well. I'm, everyone must hate me. Blah, 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 blah. I, I, if I send a birthday gift late, I'm like, oh, I'm a monster. I'm a social... I should kill myself. Like, I should Kardashian myself at the zoo. I'm the worst person. <laughs> and, um, and I just recently, like, just recently finally was like, I can't do this anymore. No one wants me to hate myself. Right. I keep thinking everyone will like me more if I'm successful and have it together and I'm, like, not hideous and I have, like, a show with my best friend. As long as I hate myself, I'm acceptable. And I was like, no, no one wants me to hate myself. I'm, that makes me more of a garbage person. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to be okay with it and just yeah. worry about other shit. So, thanks. I'm able to accept your applause. <laughs> there is a, there is a, there is always an outrage underneath every hackle when you confront it that the people go like, well, wait a minute, what the fuck are you doing? You're standing in front of me. You're you're running your mouth. I'm not, I'm not allowed to shoot a paintball gun at you. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I have my own issues, but I'm not a celebrity. Blah 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 blah. They they unfold all this stuff and then we go. Well, oh, look what, look at all the hypocrisy of your point of view and all this shit. And they're like, yeah, I'm not in that business. Fuck off. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm a fucking audience member. Like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sitting here on Twitter. I'm just like, like tweeting that Dan Harmon's an asshole. I didn't, I didn't expect Dan Harmon to fucking come down on me like a goddamn, yeah. like weird cloud. <laughs> But I'm gonna keep doing it because it freaks them out so much. I love it. Like all the other people, like the the percentage of people in this room who have tweeted at you is probably really low. But the percentage of people who like appreciate you you and like you, and I mean, like think about the people that you used to love when you were growing up and. There was no way to tell them ever. Yeah, exactly. So and also, if I knew themselves? that like Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks like was really oh. sensitive about how people perceived him, I would have liked him less. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, don't want to know the ins and outs of his fucking relationship now with his self-image. I, now that I know what it's like for someone to come up to me and be like, "I love your show," like I saw Jelly Biafra outside of a bar like years ago, I should have been like, "You changed everything." But and I was like, oh, "I'm going to annoy him. I'm not going to say anything." But like these people were really stoked. But I would have retweeted Janine Garofalo all the time. Yeah. I would have spent my entire adolescence yeah, like, just arting like, more, look what Morrissey said. And I, was, I had no access to that. I just had to stare at them from afar and read liner notes. Yeah, so why now? So, I mean, that's a totally, I mean, people, I think now celebrities or people, the tallest poppies are much more porous in that way. I think that they're much, they're, their membranes are much more permeable right. to that criticism and not, I don't think people who are in this business necessarily take praise with the weight that they do criticism. And that's a big thing that you just have to like get zen about. Right. Or else you're but those tallest poppies are more sensitive to the sun and are reaching higher and are represent a biosphere in which poppies are going to get taller. That, also, that, everyone's like, on opium. Because, yeah, like, like, but it's true. Like, like, because there's not, there is no Cary Grant of the year 2050. That doesn't work that way anymore. There's no newsreel going, hey, who's that with Marilyn Monroe on the red carpet? It's only going to be a bunch of people that are like, hey, what'd you say about me? Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, because 
because everyone's going to be you're not going to be allowed to be famous if or you're not like accessible having to reveal more and more about yourself if you're like you have to be this you can't be this character you have to be like here's how flawed I am or yeah. like here here's everything about me that you need to know now, I would say like like throughout time like the Mount Olympus of, of you know the people that we allow to be celebrities there are people that we don't want to touch there are people that we, that are uh, well, sac- we do want to yeah, always give like some George Clooney yeah. like a little like yeah a, George like Clooney a, or a little Beyonce like okay no she's safe like we'll fucking leave her alone um, you know when people were being vicious to each other throughout the years like nobody out of Barbara Stanwyck or Doris Day because they're fucking beloved and and the, we, like everybody knew they were gay they, that knew them but they didn't, didn't say it because just of, found they, out right now yeah because uh, <laughs> I made it up no but uh, but like there, there are people that we do want to be Apollo and, and, uh, and Aphrodite there's also people that we want to be uh, punished we want, there's people that we want to cast away there's like people, Madonna from the beginning yeah. like it's not like she was beyond reproach like, like, like she was a sex symbol and she was world conquering and everyone knew her name but at the same time she represented an archetype that was like inviting everyone's bile the thing is we, we, she we get puked on we don't have a Cary Grant I mean I, you know George Clooney is doing his, uh, his level best to, to, to uh, probably not tr- without trying to we're, we're forcing that on him to be a guy that people really want to like and 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 he's uh, he's making it very easy for us to like George Clooney he doesn't and even if he ever did something bad people wouldn't fucking talk about it like when I was a kid like I, as I mentioned before, I was in a play with Joel Brenner. If you guys know him, is an actor from the fifties, and uh, and uh, you know he he was a big sex symbol for many years and a big hot shot in these giant movies. And when we were, we did like thirteen cities uh, on, on this tour before I went to Broadway. And we were in Cincinnati. It was opening night, and we were on the uh, whatever the river, river is there. Is it the Ohio River? What is it? Yes. Um, and there was a riverboat, and that was where our opening night party was. And there was always local dignitaries and press. And, you know, like kind of local hotshots and possibly a mayor would, would come to these parties. And the kids, there were 13 of us, seven that traveled and seven local kids that f- filled out the, the, the kid portion of the cast. We would all walk up on this procession and meet him. And I would learned, the, I mean, I, I was raised in kind of an old school, like L.A. kind of very mannerly environment where you said good evening and how do you do and stuff like that but we, were, we wore suits and my understudy was my was brand new in the job and he was a kid named luke from philadelphia he was very crass very you know like irish catholic working class kid really funny but really you know like rough around the edges compared to you know like the rest of us probably and his dad was this you know tough old uh, you know irish guy is hilarious and he was in front of me and he was his first time meeting Yule, and it was in front of everybody. There's cameras, you know, for the local newspapers. And he walks up and he goes, Hi! And Yule just goes, Boom! And just smashes him with this giant hand across his face. Absolutely clobbers this 10 year old. 10 year old. And I'm right behind him, and like, I, I, I'd never seen Yule hit anybody, but I knew that, like, you don't fucking cross the. He's the king on and off stage, and he was a bad old school motherfucker who was dying of cancer. And, and, front and of who us. was a robot cowboy? Yes. And who said to him, Go back to your mama. Is that what he said? No, in Westworld. Oh, okay. Uh, Westworld quote for nobody. Uh, fucking rent Westworld. He fucking gives Richard Benjamin the fucking time of his life, man. Yeah. I love that you just got. <laughs> he really gives Richard Benjamin what how? <laughs> what how? Uh, anyway, you so, got one person so, snapping to that. By the way, like a uh, beat, like uh, a beat audience, yeah, 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 which is like yeah. a glorious and disgusting, it, and I love it. It's Adam Goldberg. What how? <laughs> yeah. I did. I did not rub your lamp, Adam. Be quiet. <laughs> um, so anyway, so he's so Yule just bashes this kid, and he gives him this big monologue. 
you're in the presence of ladies. You do not say hi. You say how do you do. You say good evening. I gave this oh, big Jesus. ass thing, and and the thing is, the the guys with the cameras, the press that were there, put their cameras down. Right. And like this kid's getting the fucking talking to. He's getting the rules right now. Now look, the the, the Irish Catholic father of Luke, who was. You know, he had diabetes, he had scoliosis, one leg was fucking a foot shorter than the other one. Like, he had, this guy had been through wars and shit. He, like, his fists came up uh, and then put him right back down because, like, you, like there was there was a status ladder. And Yule just gave him this fucking talking to. And, it, I mean, the sound it made when he hit this kid was a fucking major. Okay, so let's that not live so in that world. But if paratroopers come in through the skylight then and arrest Yul Brenner for the future crime of child murder, (laughs) then I'm on Yul Brenner's side. Uh, The the reason I bring that up, we lived in a time when when, when celebrities misbehaved. That wasn't news. Now any bit of misbehavior is front page news at all times. Because gloriously, the concept of celebrity, hopefully, it'd be interesting to watch how this happens. It's like a paint pigment that's like... You know, you can't. You used to. I. I feel like from watching old black and white, you know, culture and stuff that you could count the number of celebrities on a couple of hands. Yeah. Like and that and that the list dropped off really fast. You didn't like have like you didn't know who who was famous beyond like ten people. And that now it's just more it's more stratified kind of like obviously it's just like, oh my my neighbor has a podcast and she's got a thousand listeners. Uh which well, I think is very healthy and very good. But it's like it's being infected by this old world concept of celebrities as a class. I disagree with that, though. I think we've needed celebrities since before we had Twitter or podcasts. Like, if you look, like, I studied Latin in college or in high school. I AP Latin. Only person in my class. It was me and Mrs. BCO. She's dead now. Don't worry about it. But um, it was just me and her. But, you know, so you study, when you study the classics and, and you know, Roman and, and Greek mythology, you learn about demigods and you learn about there's Zeus and then he's got a whole bunch of people that are, like, kind of yeah. half here and they're half human, they're half gods. And that is who you look to to learn, like, how the fuck to grow grain and like how not to get smoked essentially but I mean between that and like sun gods and gods of rain I think and royalty through before we had media the kind of technology that we have now to be like so in everyone's face we need something to guide us hey did you hear Hermes fucked a swan yeah we need something to guide us back when there was only the radio and, and before TV and then when there was TV there was, there was three channels and then there was five and then there was a million and now there's everybody has a, a podcast and a, and a YouTube channel and stuff like that we still want to classify the people around us the celebrities that we choose to, to put on pedestals and the reason why we erect pedestals is for the purpose of knocking them off them exactly. when that happens. In the in that fucking glory glorious two weeks when Charlie Sheen was becoming the greatest thing that ever fucking happened, everybody was just like, okay, this is fucking exciting. Right. Whether or not you loved it, hated it, didn't give a shit, you were you were violently indifferent to right. it if you were indifferent to it. In, 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 a, in, a, in a slow news week, if Dan uh, and Chevy Chase get in a fight, that's because Charlie Sheen isn't doing it on a fucking way bigger level. Right. We do need to cast... I'm our, offended by that. Yeah. Well, no. You, I'm you, kidding you, I, about I, I, that. I, I'm saying... Well, you aren't. Uh, like, uh, 
we, we, we have to cast our... <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely kidding about I know, I'm wanting to be more famous than Charlie Sheen. I'm saying like we, we have to cast uh, our, our gods and demigods. We have to create our Mount Olympus at all times. Now it's so diffuse because we have a million Charlie Sheens. Right. A very, I agree with all of you. I, th- I, th- th- I think that the reason why... I think that in days when media was, was uh, very, very limited, where it was just one-way transmission of like uh, imagery, then what, we had that perfect harmony with that golden age where it basically supplanted what you're describing in ancient Greek, ancient Roman society where you had like the mystery gods and I I worship Isis and I have a statue of so-and-so. Yeah, but did you hear Isis is the reason why there was a flood last week? Yeah, fuck that bitch. All right, she's all right. She's all right. Um, you know, like, like it was sort of like it was gossip and soap opera all tied into religion and it was civic and it worked as long as the society worked and then the barbarians at the gate and then the monotheism and whatever. The, 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 the only thing that I'm saying is that nowadays, now that we have so much access to everything, we're coming off of a, a uh, industry where cele- the concept of fame and celebrity had so much dollar value per ounce that uh, it, it, it doesn't, it's incompatible right now. That you would hold the third lead of Vampire Diaries or someone whose blog is taking off to this Cary Grant kind of standard. It's what we're seeing is a sort of blender of weirdness. I, I, I certainly feel that way as a person who never wanted to be regarded as anything in particular except by a, a, a couple of people. Like I, 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 that, that's what I'm saying is that there's a lot of fame to go around and I do think we could, we'll always have George Clooney's that we can launch to the moon and we can watch them explode in space. And Now fame is so, I think the idea now because uh, the internet being what it is, uh, the amount of efficacy people have that they can rumble you and you can be rumbled and the Kraken can come out from the sea and start laying waste and start like engaging like the, the townsfolk. But also, I think people see fame as something much more attainable now because you can become a, like a. And crack- they should. Everyone can be famous. Well, that's, that's what I wonder about. Look at it that way first. They they can. Can. Stop looking at your life as miserable and start realizing that although it doesn't pay anything, no. tomorrow you can be seen well, by a million people. Yes, everybody if you have can be famous, and, and, and that's why every fucking day you turn a TV on is some guy who shot up a school. Uh, everybody can be famous. Yeah, oh, those people yeah. are having a fucking breakdown because of some kind of like. I think they don't matter. They don't yeah. matter. They don't yeah. matter. They're and that's si- why you make them videos. And they're supposed to matter. But now there's, 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 now there's recourse. Like, 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 I, like, I don't exist. I can exist for 48 hours in the fucking national media. Like, I can, like, I can be notorious. I can trade in all my mortgage and all my yeah. mom's yelling at me or whatever the situation I'm in. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself anyway. I think I'll... I'll go blow away a syrup factory. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, a, I'll be a shitty John Wilkes because they make sweet, I'll, I'll, sweets. I'll be a John Wilkes Booth, kind of. You know, I'll be, I'll be. Yeah. Like, um, it's uh, we've 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 made fame something that you can't just choose. Like the the, the tribe has to choose uh, who gets on the pedestal, and the tribe gets to stand around that pedestal and decide whether or not it's a holdover from the idea that everyone knowing who you are equated to money. That's what That's I was going to say. Is I think that. Some, you know, it seems like he won the lotto. Like, why Jennifer Lawrence other than some other blonde actress? Like, it could have been anyone. And, you know, the th- the the third lead on whatever, The Vampire Diaries, is making so much fucking money off of that, right? And everyone, it seems like an easy thing to attain. These American Idol shows and things like that. Yeah. They, 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 like, I don't know, 
I don't know how these people fare afterward, but I know the the miracle of that show is that they actually now you're just famous because you're on American Idol because it's a fucking popular show. But my God, that promise of like. And the winner will be a famous singer. Yeah, just like that. But that's <laughs> um, also They kind of end up being a famous singer because everyone was watching that show. It lasted 20 years. It was Major League Baseball. But, but like, it... it, it that's American, though. That's a weird America. A of, uh, American expansion was based on, like, shit, there's gold. And everyone ran to it. And, like, and you know, California was settled because we had gold up north and we had movies down here. So we had, like... Gold and fame. And because so, there was and that's only, the only reason why any of you are sitting here. To, you, to, to expand on that metaphor, because there was only so much you can do with a pickaxe or a stick of dynamite. There's only so much gold you can get out of the earth. And then, if you have the technology to point a ray and just go, and scan the planet and go, this planet is 10% gold. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Fuck the planet, move away. That's what the internet is. Whatever you have to offer, give it to me. I'll take it for free. I'll download it. I, I don't care. There's no. It's not gold. Maybe the gold is limited because if the gold is talent, but fucking, I'll take it, and I'm not gonna pay you that much for it. Like, and Snickers ain't gonna get paid for it, and Nike ain't gonna get paid for it. Like, like those are the days in which we live. So all of us people who want to be heard and want to like, like, like are narcissists and want to output stuff, we're living in the golden age, but we're not gonna get any money for it. Might uh, not. Although we... I don't know. Well, I think if McDonald's offered us any money, I think I would, I would have. No, you take it. No, they're not no, going to. No, I would but, say no. But I mean, that's a that's the thing. Is like, is you know, we have some d one dumb video that led to now. This is our job. This is our career. I mean more now than I ever did at the Times. And at the Times also, uh, if we wanted coffee creamer, we had to pay 15 cents. And once I had to look under my floor mats in my 1993 Subaru to buy coffee creamer. I but only charge her 10 cents for coffee creamer. <laughs> that's so true. true. But I mean, but that's the thing is it is um, it is that gold rush and it is it is that idea that like anyone here sitting in front of us or listening to this could have some idea that no one's ever really had and then in 72 hours, someone's aunt would be like, did you see the thing? And they then a weird can. door opens. their power. Then there's something there. Okay, you can look at that two ways. You can look at that as like gross. Everyone needs validation. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone's a whore. Oh my god, who's gonna notice me? My bucket has a hole in it. Or you can look at it as we have a platform and a voice. We essentially everyone in like 2005 was handed a megaphone, and it's very loud and it's very noisy. But everyone has more. But our ears adjust, and that's how people talk now. I, I think it's great that everyone has a podcast. When 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 when, when I got a podcast, I was the I was the 450 million person I there was no way I was going to convince myself that I was doing anything innovative by saying I'm going to have a podcast I I bit that bullet I was like yeah but podcasts are awesome that I, I like that's just uh, like there there's the alternative is of people tweeting about like like nah, nah, everyone's got a podcast well where is that going to get you I don't, like I'm all over the place but I'm just saying like like and I don't think this issue needs to be uh, well, resolved I, I think we're boring I have another everyone. issue with this but though that brings up a really important question and that is on different social media platforms you have a really different tonal way of representing yourself in your life. In Twitter, it's, oh, I'm so fucking miserable. Oh, you haven't changed my pants in five days. Blah, and I don't have a boyfriend. Send. And then um, and then on Instagram... You're obviously following uh, uh, Questlove. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hillary Clinton um, official. But um, no, and then on Instagram, it's like, well, isn't that nice? And then on Facebook, it's like, I am so grateful for my family. And so you represent yourself. And then Tumblr, it's like, I cannot believe what happened yesterday. <laughs> but I mean, that's a weird... And that's How dare he, and then in that goes, interview, suggest that Jeff and Annie's relationship had something to do with a schoolgirl crush? All right, you're projecting. I'm going to kill myself right now if no one stops me. You're projecting, and that is a very, that's a limited scope of your experience, no, but right, I believe I'm, you. Right but now, I mean, scroll down to the cat meme. And right, the right, cat right now on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm not like the world's biggest tweeter. Uh, I, don't, I, 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 I do it once in a while. I'm, I'm going through a fucking crisis. I have been for a long time now been confused with Jeff Davis, <laughs> the creator of Criminal Minds and now the t- television's Teen Wolf. Oh, dear. There's a guy... Named oh, is there, is there the, the, a guy that makes shows that yes. has your name? And once, once I, I was told by my uh, my accountants, our accountants, uh, uh, we had the same accountancy people, uh, that, hey, uh, you, BLS limo, you used a limo service for something, and it got charged to another Jeff Davis, but we've, we've sorted it out. My credit card was shut off a couple months ago because I, my accountant called me up and said, did you just spend $5,000 on limos last night? I'm like, no. They go, okay, that's that's. Criminal Minds Teen Wolf Jeff Davis. Yes. Uh, I, go, I had no idea. Uh, so I, I said, can you, t- can you tell BLS Limo to get their shit together? So I've left them. And also BLS, if you let me, go. Uh, thumbs down. You need, a, you need a middle name, like Minotaur. Well, my, my, mine is, my, my name is Brian because of SAG. There's a million Jeff Davis. I am Jeff Brian, or Jeff B. Davis, rather. I'm Jeff B. Davis for that reason. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a long line for Jeff Davises out there. No, you need to throw Muhammad in there. You need to do something. Muhammad, yeah, so, uh, or you need to go for Hartstack, which is not George's last name. It's Hartstark, but everyone missed like, it. Well, oh. Allie has an E on the end of her name because of that reason. Oh, yeah. I, I did um, search engine optimization on my name, and I changed my identity. Hi. Um, my name is Allie Ward, but it was A-L-I and then Ward. And then um, and then 2011 uh, happened. 2011. 2000 and September 11th happened. Hi. What? When? Wait. I don't know. When? I already what forgot. Happened? I already fucking forgot. I oh, never forget. There's a mnemonic device if you want to remember I 9-11. I I have a post-it note on my on my mirror that's like, don't forget the thing. September 2011. I know. But um, after that, I would I would people would call me Ali all the time, and I was like, this is getting confusing. And then I started writing for a newspaper, and there was another journalist named Allie Ward, spelled with no e, and she was a horticulturist in uh, in Britain. And so people would be like, hi, I'd love for to ask about tulip bulbs, and I was like, fuck you. And so I put an e on the end. I googled Allie Ward with an e. No one else, zero search results, and I was like. All right, that's my new name. And now my parents, when they write to me, they don't. They they put they, sometimes an E. No, no, they take Allison? it off. Allison. They don't know what to call me. And I'm like, hi, I'm the late, I'm the chick with the E on the. You end know, of when name. I was younger, I got made fun of for my name, like both the first and last, so fucking much. But now I'm so. Georgia Miriam Hardstark. Georgia Hardstark in the world. You have the name of a dead woman. It's Georgia <laughs> Miriam Hardstark. House Hardstark. What the oh, hell? Oh, I get is a lot that? of guys come up to me like, "Do you do you watch Game of Thrones?" Because your, your last name is really what is it? Like, in Game of Thrones? <laughs> it's like House Stark, right? Is or it? House... Who's where are my nerds at? If you go on my Twitter timeline right now and look, ninety fucking percent of it is a bunch of people going like naming characters. Like, oh my god, the best thing that ever happened. So and so is making out so and so. Amazing. And then it's everybody replying to everybody, including the official MTV Teen Wolf site. Yeah. So, so before this quite escalated, I, say, I wrote a tweet a while back, like a couple weeks ago, and said, to the people following me that have confused me with Jeff Davis, creator of TV's Teen Wolf, don't you think it's weird that I've never tweeted about Teen Wolf? <laughs> and, then I go, and then I said, you know what, fuck it. I've never seen the show, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Q&A. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> 
I'm doing, so I did a, I, I've never seen the show, but I, I, not the creator of Teen Wolf, I'm going to do a brief Teen Wolf Q&A. So people are like, how do you know when, Teen Wolf went through, uh, when a Teen Wolf goes through puberty, hair or your balls? So I just like stupid shit like that. And uh, what's it, what's it going to be called when he's not a, t- a teenager anymore? It's, it's just going to be called Wolf. So I did five of those and said, thank you. Uh, for, uh, I hope I answered your Teen Wolf questions. Je- sincerely, Jeff Davis, creator of Teen Wolf. <laughs> But also, I called the cast a bunch of pricks, and I said I had a methadone addiction. <laughs> so there, there was some like online news thing. I like like the, the the dot, or I don't know what it was fucking called. Uh, did some funny article, and they the said dot. like the Ron Jeff Davis answers your Teen Wolf questions. <laughs> uh, and and they, they go like it's comedian Jeff Davis, uh, Jeff Brian Davis, because like apparently this guy Jeff Davis had gone offline of Twitter a couple years ago, probably because he's truly disliked because most of the shit I get in my time I was like fuck you you're Satan I'm like hey whose line shouldn't be taken that seriously we but, gotta get this guy on the show well, well, I, I, please down. Jeff Davis so, so actually the Teen Wolf people said like that was hilarious thank you but be, with all of that because people that watch the show God bless them I'm sure they're lovely people but I will guess younger and uh, irony not their their fort Sarcasm, not their bag. Right. Uh, neither their bread nor their butter. And so now, because of that, I have so many more followers that think I'm the creator of, uh, of Teen Wolf. <laughs> and so I've just gone on, just like, like begging MTV, please set the fucking record straight on this one. Uh, my my timeline right now is a fucking absolute morass of of people saying things I have no idea what they're talking about. Do you so, have dueling wikis? Dueling Wiki is, by the way, name of my autobiography. No, do you have Dueling Wikipedia's? What the hell was that? Oh, your phone fell it's out. fine. Her bejazzled it's just, phone. It was blowing up too much. Um, oh, don't worry about it. Um, do you have Dueling Wikipedia's? I don't know what that is. Like, did you have a Jeff Davis and a, De- a Jeff? Oh, 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 my my Wikipedia page is so fucking absolutely fallacious. I've tried to change it. I'm not allowed to change it. I'm still dating a person I've never met. I uh, I I created uh, calcium. I. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm the I'm the I'm the viceroy of Bengal. I, uh, I, I, I won't go to mine because people that hate me like they. I crossed a tipping part. Like I, I don't Google myself and I won't Wikipedia myself because I'm afraid. Like people sometimes there'll just be a paragraph in there. And it's like fat asshole Dan Harmon is a fat fuck and a fat piece of shit. And, I, and it's, like, if, it, if it was just that, it would be great. But like it's the insinuation that I'm a bad person with bad values. That's what gets under my skin. I, I the the when I was in my twenties and Google was first a thing and I would Google my own name and there was like there was like a little blend of like like oh I've done some stuff and I, re- I it's a dim recollection of like wishing that I was like oh I wish I would because there was another guy who was like a uh, district attorney of Arkansas named Dan Harmon who had participated in the assassination of two kids who were walking down a railroad track uh, and stumbled onto a drug deal you, you between can, cops and drug dealers. You can assassinate kids? Yeah. Well, if they witness the oh. drug deal between cops and, uh, and, and drug dealers. And the two kids were just blown away. And Dan Harmon was the district attorney, I want to say. Uh, or attorney general of the state or something like that. When you Google my name... Oh, you're not done. And so it was just... Like, <laughs> 
I kept wow. I, I, I would Google my name and I would I would I would look at the first three results and I would be like, fuck this fucking guy that murdered two kids. One day I'm gonna be more famous than him. I would really think that in my head. I'm like, I'm one day I'm gonna fucking trump this guy for the murder of two children. Be careful what you wish for. Like, yeah. like, also, if you, if, uh, him. A, a name for a noose in the South is a Jeff Davis necktie. Like, uh, Je- there's a famous Jeff Davis out there, and he. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to, I, I, when you Google my name, which I don't do often because it's fucking terrible for your self-esteem, but uh, there's this, I like years ago, I like three years ago, I wrote for a deal breaker blog, like deal breaker. If you, um, if you share custody of a pet with your ex, like I won't date, like that's deal breaker. And some fucking guy, like there's now, if you Google my name, it says why Georgia Hardstark will die alone. <laughs> Not literally word for word. And you click on it and it's like just tearing me apart for having that opinion. Clearly a guy that shared a bulldog with her like a right. clearly. And so every story. time people I think will Google me they'll click it because it's terrifying and so it stays up on like the top of the Google list so like my grandma is like 103 if she fucking she does not Google, she Google shit dude. Whatever my aunt like if she she's Google. like ever life potion. Like your grandma doesn't get she's like. Hey Dan can we bring Spencer up? Uh, well we should uh, we should we should we should bring goodbye to our guests. Yeah, and then right. I, I don't know if there's anything. We'll end on dead grandmas. <laughs> we have to, so, but, but oh, I, your, oh, I, I was saying, I, I, if you get, you're welcome to stay, as far as I'm concerned. But I think it's time to uh, to have. Well, I think we're going to bring Aaron up. We're going to bring Spencer up, and we're going to play D and D. So oh, I, I, we'll would, I would I would give our guests the broom, but you've pointed it out now. No, no, we're out of here. I'm sorry, I just assumed they were staying with us. That's no, we're out here. We'll watch we'll watch the D and D from the wings. I still have a Magic the Gathering deck in case anyone wants to play yeah. with me. <laughs> All right, well, let's thank Allie and Georgia for coming by. Wonderful. Allie and Georgia, everybody. Oh, I, I assumed they were staying. I didn't mean to give them the uh, the, the, the the hook. Yeah, man, I was I was trying to get rid of them, and you fucked it up. <laughs> or I just, just put the pedal to the metal. Well, yeah, I guess you forced the issue. That's yeah. for sure. Well, let's bring Spencer out, shall we? Right. Spencer. Whoa. <laughs> Spencer, hey, what? Le- you leapt to the stage like a like a like a. Desert breeze. Yeah, I'm all over the place today. How you doing, man? I don't, I'm I'm out of sorts. I mean, I don't. Everyone who's not listening to the podcast will know I look like shit. Um, I smell like shit. I I I woke up bad. I I it, I threatened the life of an old elderly lady today. All right, go with that. Let's go with that. Okay. What was the uh, what, what occasion do you threatening the life of an elderly woman? Driving on uh, near 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 Target, uh, La Brea, there was this old woman who w- had the crazed look of a homeless person, but the but the well well dressedness of you know a lady going to church, and she was wandering in the street like like those hobos do when they're going up and down the aisles looking for change. But she was just making the most craven stare, like, at people, and then, like, walking towards them if they gave any indication of noticing her existence. And uh, I slipped up. I slipped up. I I gave one glance, and 
The next thing I know, she was right at the corner of my car, like right in front of it, like just and um and my window was down i think that might be why she was targeting me because you know i could hear her potentially but she didn't say anything she was just staring at me and then the light turns green and you'd think it was like because she was trying to cross the street but it wasn't but she started to like go in front of my car like to make as, as if she was like gonna walk in front of my car make an eye contact all this time like like you know what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen what are you planning old lady but so my my window was rolled down and so i cut around her and like sped off and i was like i will end your life you said that i yeah. will end your life yeah as you as you drove away you could have just done it you could have I know. Just, yeah. and i wanted her to know that right i could have just plowed straight through her and had a great so, so you drove around her but but said i i chose i saved you this day yeah. but, I, but i will in the future end your life yeah what did that lady say at the drive-thru in that YouTube video when she couldn't get her chicken McNuggets? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I will achieve my ultimate form. You do not want me to achieve my ultimate form. It's like, it's, it seems like this is now a thing. Like, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, because really you said that in a rage. That's what you said? I, I am ageist. I have a problem with old people. I will I really end do. your life. Like, not I will run you over. I will kill you. Fuck off, old lady. I, I, said, fu- I said fuck you under my breath. And then I went into I will yelling. end your life yeah I just feel it feels like there's a like 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 we're becoming a society of uh, video game no I'd people. love to, I'd love to be able to end the lives of the elderly <laughs> I'd love to have the 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 composure to word my outrage like that. I, I had no idea what she was planning. Like if okay, if I was trying to get the attention of a motorist, um, you know, I would I would make eye contact and then maybe gesture at them and maybe mouth a few words, get their attention, you know. And then once they had my attention, I'd maybe sidle up to the side of the car and maybe say anything at all, or you know, do do anything other than walk in front of my car right the second that the light is. Turning green with without the intent to cross the street. I don't know. Is it possible she was just kind of a, like a demented like? Well, that's even worse for me. I want to kill those people too. <laughs> wow, um, I got a lot of problems. Yeah, you're you're about uh, I don't like seventy years too late for that, man. Uh, there, there, there was a time I know. When you, uh, I gotta right. catch up. Yeah. We, let's bring out my betrothed, uh, Aaron McGathy. Aaron McGathy. Thanks for coming, Aaron. Aaron McGathy, everybody. Wow. Short interview. Allie in Georgia. Yeah. I love I love Allie in Georgia. I just remember when we were in that restaurant, when we were in the rustic inn, and I yelled at that guy. I told that story of the podcast where the guy like yelled at us at the end of a lunch for swearing during lunch and I just blurted out I don't because no, he mean, said you mean said, uh, Tam O'Shanter right he's, yeah he said uh, oh yeah I said rustic he said he said uh, if you guys want to want to talk like you're at a truck stop why don't you eat at one and I just blurted out like if you're going to tell people how to talk why don't you go back to Germany <laughs> I, I, I'm saying like, like, like in my most outraged moments I am not uh, 
<laughs> Who's the guy? I'm not the most articulate. Did we tell them no, that's not true? I mean, you, you've been outraged and been overly articulate and, and decimated people or, 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 or eviscerated people. Well, who's the guy that came by in the hat uh, at, at, at Bigfoot Lodge? And he, we saw him and he had a fedora on and suspenders and he was kind of one of those guys. And, uh, yeah, I think he, he was exactly one of those might have, He might have known swing dance. And, uh, and, he, and, he come, and actually, I, I knew him from the old swing dance days. So, uh, so th- th- there you have it. But uh, he was like, hey, Jeff, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. And he kind of like pistol winks and, you know, and he moved off and we didn't leave. And we're two, right. two hours later, he comes by and like, are you guys still in the same booth? And I forget what you said, but it was a fucking goodie. And you're like, I said, well, count your blessings. If it weren't for people like us that didn't move, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. You, you'd lose your stripes, Magellan. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't mad at him. I just hated him. I wanted him to die. I, I, like, like, that's a different, you weren't like, mad at him. You just wanted when, him to when die. When I'm in a fight or flight response, yeah. I'm not going to be like uh, Jonathan Swift. Like I, I, it's 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 when I'm in a surly mood. Like I, 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 if I'm if I've been drinking and I just want to be left alone, and someone comes up to me and does one of those things where they wave their hand in front of your face because you're not making enough eye contact, or they say like like that guy did, like he implied that I should have been moving more. Yeah. Uh, like like I, 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 I would gladly watch that guy just like descend on a on a spike onto a bunch of other spikes I don't know how torture works but but like I, I just I, I had I that more like him. murder like like, like like I just like, like, like if I'm if I'm in a surly surly leave me alone mood I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to get a good session of D&D and you guys down for that I don't know yeah I feel like the last couple we didn't get shit done. Oh, oh dear shit. heavens! God damn it. Well, now we know why. Drop Carmen, drop the. Aaron, do you have anything to? You've been you've been building up pressure back there in the. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. I uh, am enjoying this show so far. I'm a little distracted by our recent wedding planning. But in we a, in a talk good way. about that because we want it to be special, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we're not going to talk about it. But but backstage, I was just uh, talking to our friends and and floating on a happy cloud. So I was listening to the episode. I love Valley and Georgia. Just enjoying their. They're all right. <laughs> I, I it's, the the wedding thing does like it it it, it it's kind of cool to have to like pick seven groomsmen like. <laughs> It's like, yeah, like when you're a kid, like picking action figures. Like, I, I mean, you guys discuss like slumber parties and stuff. While you're talking about that, I was thinking about like my bachelorette party and what that means, and and being able to to pick people for that, and Thank you. and like you said, being able to pick uh, bridesmaids and groomsmen. It's a weird position position for like a, an outcast to be in, <laughs> but it's great. It's so it's so fun. But uh, as far as like building up steam. I've just been riding this high, man. Because we went to we went to our wedding venue yesterday. I'm still still riding that. It's gonna be riding that it's high. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Are we gonna be the first people that get married that don't don't almost get divorced during the planning of the wedding? <laughs> Are we gonna be? Able I to hope pull so. This is that is that a life trope? Well, is that a real I don't thing? Know. It just seems like everyone I've ever talked to when they're planning their wedding, it seems like. They how, how involved are you going to be in this planning, Dan? 
So far, 100%. I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to think that everything that I don't care about is stuff that Aaron cares about. Right, yeah. I, 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 have you chosen to be very involved or very not involved? I, I want it to be a good wedding. I, I, I'm not going to... Uh, baby out. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna go. Just tell me where I'm getting married, and then also complain about everything. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about weddings. I I, I have gone to a lot of them, uh, and uh, I, I I so I want to make sure the sound system is fucking whip ass. I I, I don't want to hear a crackle or a fucking hum during those goddamn shitty self written vows. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want any of the shit that always bugs the fuck out of me when I go to weddings to bug the fuck out of anybody that goes to my wedding and so I have a lot of opinions about that stuff. I don't want to jinx it but so far if I did it would go a little something <laughs> like this no. so I mean I I mean I, I, I wasn't one of those uh, little girls who dreamed about her wedding so now as an adult I'm getting to dream about it from scratch but all of my really specific passionate ideas match with Dan's and I don't feel you guys will see Shit's gonna get weird at our wedding, uh, but like it, it's all it's all very specific and like works with. It's the same as your vision. So I had it's a dream. All great. I, I had a dream about your wedding. You I, can't go though. You're not invited. I, yeah. I, I, actually, I, I, when is it? <laughs> I, I'm out of town. Uh, I, I, I had a dream about your wedding that you would ask me to 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 MC it, not officiate it, but to be like the MC, like kind of bring people up, and then like. Dan Dan panicked and just went out there and just started roasting everybody and Dan <laughs> Dan just did a big roast and then well. there was, then there was a dolphin playing violin <laughs> so you were there at our session with our wedding planner <laughs> all right uh, Spencer what uh, have you been enjoying being my assistant. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I've been slipping lately. I'm not sure, not sure exactly because I don't need an assistant lately. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so well, it's been an easy job. That's, okay, you should high five yourself. It's easy. Dan doesn't I'm have a, a workaholic. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a house. Key. I will go get one right now. <laughs> I have a copy. I, I know. I a also guy. need a. Uh, I need my key fob for my Prius replaced. Uh, that's that's the one that you like hold near the door and then it opens. What, what are you, an alien? <laughs> if that were... No, you have to push a button. I don't know why I'm so offended by that. I... Your car doesn't have a smart key access where it opens up just because it knows well, your key is... Well, it does. He has Here, to push the button, but pocket. if he doesn't have the key fob, it won't work. So. Right, yeah. It's, 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 it's fallen apart. I've, okay. I've, I've, I've dropped it, and it's... I need a new one. All right. That's me, something to work on. Huh? Let me write that down. Yeah. So now you're a good assistant. That's great. Spencer, do you have any critiques for Dan as an employer? Uh, you know, no. You're doing a, an amazing job. I think you could stand to gain a few pounds. I like this guy. Yeah. You know what? You're promoted to senior assistant. <laughs> he just became platinum assistant. Spencer, you ready to roll on this D&D? &D? Yeah, sure. Let's say we, uh, <laughs> when I finally let's do the bit. How exciting is it to see the Harmon Quest uh, animation? It's, it's which is really oh, exciting. It's really yeah. Um, I'm terrified. I've never, you know, I'm just a fucking guy, and now I have this thing. And now there's a cartoon of you. Yeah, playing yeah, Spencer, so that cartoon awesome. of you is pretty incredible. Really how cool. do you, how do you feel about that cartoon? I, I feel good. We, I, I uh... I looked way too fat originally. 
I was like, I'm not saying I'm skinny. I'm saying I'm tall and fat, not fat. <laughs> no, I There's agree. a difference. They, they made a, difference. a lot of weird stature changes. I had to tell you, like, yeah. tell them you're not that fat. I was like, I made. Dan, your character is like incredibly but, rotund. But he's an orc. Like his, his character's like six foot seven. Like, and I was fatter and taller than him. And I'm six foot four, so that doesn't make sense, right? right. Meanwhile, Olair McGathy. My animation is sexy as yeah. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like j- j- way sexier than like, I, I'm going like to Jessica lose Rabbit. weight. Jessica Rabbit, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you could note it and be like, this does not look like her at all. But instead, it's like, yeah, 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 totally in her mind. That's what that's what it is. It's appropriate. I'm glad you like it. I, I love it. I didn't want it to be like trivialized. <laughs> no, triple. Tri- I was like bigger boobs. I, mean, <laughs> I am. Bigger. I am torn. I am torn in that way. And I say during the thing, I describe myself as as very like busty and skinny. It's incredibly insulting for every feminist listening. I'm sure. <laughs> and I should. But do- also my my dream also great because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm marginalizing myself. I should just disclaim. I didn't actually like say anything. They did a great job on their own. The artists. <laughs> Thank you for disclaiming. Yeah, I didn't want to people think that it was my idea. <laughs> well, now that's all. Do we I'm know when this about. is gonna? When this will be visible? When is this gonna be I done? I have no idea. That's that's what's so crazy. That's what I never would have expected. Like because you know there's people who like wrote a pilot and took it around and then they get it shot and then they have a pilot in in the works. Yeah. Like I just fell into that. It's weird. I feel bad for everybody else. We're gonna make sure next week, next week's podcast, we're gonna have like a civil rights activist on. <laughs> because the last two weeks, we've talked about how I don't understand women and how fat I'm getting and how famous we all are. <laughs> Just a mental note to myself. Okay. <laughs> the wrong song. Someone who's desalinizing uh, water off the coast of Africa or something. <laughs> just, to, just to gain something back that I think we've lost. And that person just by proxy is a civil rights activist? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm riffing lists of possibilities. Uh, okay. Someone special. Someone, someone humanizing. When we last met, Thank you. our heroes were down a hole and up a creek, hundreds of feet below the earth. After landing in the dust, the group spied an approaching hissing skeleton with orange glowing hands. His name was Lenev, the rebel, and he revealed to be uh, he revealed to the gang that Krista Berg was possessed by dark forces. As fates would have it, Lenev was also uh, also happened to reveal a cure to the heroes, the mythical, mystical Terragon of Virtue. Then Christoberg started shooting lasers all over the place, and Mulrain had to restrain him, deftly crafting, uh, crafting a muzzling manacle. Then Quark took off the muzzle to make out with the possessed robe, which was an admittedly terrible idea, and in return received a mouthful of vomit. Appetite sated, the party departed for Tormod Tor, the city of unshackled dead. But who was this mysterious skeleton? And why did he quickly drop his language of hisses within five minutes of meeting him? And why did his hands glow with an orange light? We'll find out next, maybe, probably not, I doubt it. (laughs) 
how drunk were you last week? I, I don't. I don't. That's I went, like that was like hearing like I, this is what you did. Like, that's you, what you sounded like when I was saying it then too. Yeah. So you told Trisha she was a uh, a racist. <laughs> Trisha, who's Trisha? Do we need a Krista Berg up here? Or are we going to go just a freestyle it with Can us? Can I be Krista Berg? Yes. Yes. All right. All right, Sorry, cool. folks. Hey, Krista Berg, uh, how, how are you feeling? Are you still possessed? No. No. I mean, I'm fine. I sense. I sense motive on him. His eyes are glowing with rage. Okay, he's still. Been... Uh, did, did we? You find... could even uh, untie me. No, no, we're gonna, we're gonna leave you. You vomited in my mouth, man. Um, yeah. Do, where, where do we find this tarragon of of, uh, of 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 virtue? That's a weird thing to ask me, the person who's afflicted by it. Okay, I I, I, I asked the I asked the game master because uh, I forgot. Did, did he say where the tarragon of virtue lay? No, he he said he'd take you to the bone sages. Uh, uh, Lenev, the rebel, speaks up. I'm taking you to the bone sages now. All right, we'll You'll follow recall. you. Fantastic. Yeah. Let, let's, let's go to the Bone Sages. That sounds good. All right. As you trek through the dusty gray darkness, you're reminded of the hazy monochromatic look of the, the monochromatic look of the shadow plane. Ah. You, you Remember this? By, Remember this, fellas? By several dark gray pillars and massive curved bones oh, yeah. stab out of the ground <laughs> like teeth. The old shadow Thanks. plane. It's funny. <laughs> It's funny what you come to call home when you've been so far. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Never thought I'd miss the shadow play. <laughs> Never. <laughs> After all we've been through. <laughs> it's just good to be back in the shadow play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're walking with a skeleton? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I, I swear to God, I like Let, last week. I was just, I just, I don't know what it, happened. It wasn't, it wasn't blackout, a long, blackout it wasn't a long. Lenev, tell, tell me about the uh, the Bone Sages. Who are they? Oh, the Bone Sages. They, 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 they see the future. They know stuff. They're like you know normal non-bone sages. Why, wise people, dude, advisors. They advise the Magister of Tormod Tor. Are they, are they nearby? They're pretty nearby. We're getting close now. But Okay, cool. Thank you, okay, Lenev. I, 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 I take Quark aside. Who's Lenev? When did we meet her? I, is, it, is she? I don't know what. It's a he. Or it, was a, it was a hissing skeleton that had orange glowing hands that came out. Hissing and, skeleton, orange glowing hands. Yes. And then he stopped hissing, and they started speaking. And, uh, and he's here to help us. Yeah, he's. I, look, I was there too, baby. I don't Did know. I, okay. Hey, man. Hey. I was just saying that. You know, I'm a skeleton, but I'm not a bad guy. But there's skeletons down here that are bad guys. For sure. How do we know that we can trust you, Lenev? I mean. I haven't eaten your faces. Oh, nor have you tried. In which case, you would invoke my fucking rage. Sharpie, Sharpie. No, no, no. I just want to make that clear. I've run into too many people on this quest who have implied that they have power over me. Nobody does. I've been stomped by an ice giant. And I'm here, motherfucker. You eat my face. You eat it. You were so much more pleasant just five minutes ago. He had a cup of coffee. I'm confused. You're thankful that I'm your friend. Sharpie. Not the other way around. Sharpie. You're lucky. Sharpie. You're lucky. Sharpie. When was luck invoked? 
Sharpie, so I just said I didn't attack you guys. Yes. Sharpie, just because you don't remember what happened five minutes ago doesn't make it his fault. All right. Lenev. Okay, okay, okay. I take Lenore aside. Can I take Lenore aside? Lenev. Lenev. Lenore. Lenev. Lenev. Listen. Fucking alcoholic. I'm going to tell you something that I that I'm, I I I don't feel like I could tell other people. No, I'm well. an alcoholic. <laughs> And I, I, it comes with all kinds of behaviors. That, I'm sorry. That's that's okay. But don't fuck. <laughs> don't assert dominance Where over me. Where is What is what is dominance? What what you what do you just you just implied a minute ago that I'm uh, unfortunate that you haven't eaten my face. Don't no. fucking deny it. No, I. I he didn't. See, I, he I didn't, categorically he, deny he that. He didn't imply that you were lucky. He said, "How do I know you're on our side?" He goes, "Because if I weren't, I might eat your face." How okay. Many? Well, I just want to correct that. If you weren't, you would try to eat my face. Asterisk. You'd fail. As so many have before. Because I'm a fucking badass. Because this is the game and not real life. Sharpie. Let's... Sharpie, let's put this to the test in Tormod of Tor as we go in search of the Tarragon of Virtue to save Krista Berg from his possession. <coughs> what? Just... <laughs> all right. Just nod and go, okay. all right, all right, okay. I was drunk last week, and I'm sorry. You know what? I won't lie. I'm a little drunk this week. It's not helping. No. I'm sober. Uh, what's your name, Lenore? Lenev. 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 Okay, just like, let's both be thankful that we're friends. Fucking Sharpie, like, leave no it. No fucking leave it. No one's benefiting. Here. Who's talking about thankfulness or friendship? Are we? Are we still walking while this is happening? Like are we? He didn't are we moving while this is like that Justin Bieber shit. You got all bent out of shape because they went to his house because he ate people. Because when somebody implies that, like, uh, oh, here, here's how you'd know if I wasn't your friend. Your face would be. Hey, how many no, zombies? How many zombies that have been your friend? Did it bit you in the face upon meeting you? None. Ex- yeah, because none of those zombies were your friends. I, I approach Sharpie, and I I use my fingers to do like the walking up spider motion up his arm to his shoulder. I slap it away. I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm, I, I just want to clarify. Here's where our here's where the culture gap. Is. I really thought we were, I in thought, movies. In I movies, start eating dirt. In movies, when they when you know what else to do. I, I want to. What is that? What is that term for that uh, that condition where you want to eat dirt and rocks? Pica. Mica. Pica. Pica. I have pica, so I start eating dirt and rocks. It's a it's a badass thing to say in movies that somebody goes like, if I wanted to kill you, you'd already be dead. That's how I interpreted that. I am a person. Oh, I'm shit. Okay. Baby, don't eat dirt. Uh, All right, okay. I, 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 stop, I stop her from eating dirt. Mommy, daddy in the no, sand. Don't, I, don't. I walk off with Lenev in the direction of Tormod of Tor. Don't eat dirt. Okay. Don't that eat dirt. I leave them. I, I, I want to get some shit done today. Well... I want to. I want to get into some combat. I want to fucking. I want to fucking fuck. Some I fuck sing up. an original song called "Don't Eat Dirt." <laughs> it's awesome. S- sing it. Take my word for sing it. it. Sing it. 
Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, he, if he rolls, then it's awesome. It's awesome. No, it's oh, right. You'll sing it, and if I like it, it's awesome. Don't eat dirt. Don't munch gravel. For your hurt can now unravel. If you take my hand in yours, you don't need minerals or ores to go down your gullet. Take that bullet and bite it. Take my hand. Don't but I'm afraid. <laughs> and anyways, it's awesome. No matter what you roll, now now you can. So now we. Now we, now we. Dan, we just revealed our vows. (laughs) Hey, Laverne, wait up, Laverne. Lenev, the face eater. (laughs) Don't eat my face. I, I, I run up to Quark, and I'm also trying to uh, stay on task. Okay. Just promise me you won't eat my face. He never said he was going to, man. Said, he said I would know if we weren't friends because he would eat my face. That's he a said, threat. He said, did I try to eat your face? He didn't say, did you, is your face eaten? He said, how, how, do you, how do I know you're on our side? Have I tried to By eat your way, face? By the way, why are you on his side? Because he's been, I asked him, are we on your side? He goes, have I tried to eat your, uh, eat your face? We and don't you, know. It's a very common undead activity to eat your face. <laughs> It's very normal among them. Okay, I, I just out of curiosity, like I, I pull Lenev aside and I go, "Okay, Lenev, my Sharpie's being—he's in one of his episodes right now. Go up there and try to eat his face." I lay down. I lay down. I lay down with my hands under my back, and I go, "Here's my face." Let's pretend. Uh, hey, fuck your mother. We're not friends. No. I want go through the motions you'd go through. Christopherg vomits acid on your face. <laughs> what? Christopherg, the He's... possessed rogue, dealing how much we vomit have him damage. Tied up. He yeah. can still vomit. Fre- French French speakers. Does Nev mean dream? What does Nev mean? Oh, Nev doesn't mean anything. You're drunk. <laughs> no, I- I, okay, I, Jesus okay so there's vomit on my face. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, why'd you get down on the floor and threaten things to happen to you? To make a point. To assert dominance. Did you make your point? No, you did. <laughs> okay, so fine. Funny. I get up and I follow Laverne. Lenev! <laughs> Lenev. Lenev, are we close to Tormod? I stopped walking to see all yeah, this I'm happen. I'm sure we're really close. I'm sure we're right at the precipice of... Uh, Can we compress time and be there? I mean, we could have done that five minutes ago. <laughs> Let's do it now. Can we do it now? Okay, but if during any of that time... Jesus gonna... Christ! <laughs> so I compress it. Hey, I, 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 I turn to Sharpie and go, Sharpie, look, you're on edge right now, but I say harness that energy, harness that rage, because we might need it for what's coming up. Okay. I, just, I don't like people telling me... He didn't say anything. Do you think there are any kids who listen to Harman, Harmontown and they first heard about uh, Dungeons & Dragons or uh, Pathfinder via Harmontown and they're playing... And then they all tell each other, no, no, you're not drunk enough. 
and they go into their parents' liquor cabinet and they or they start drinking Drano. Or the, it was like this isn't real yet. You have to play. You have to be blackout drunk to play. There's an explicit label. What if what if what if Justin Bieber and his friends were playing D and D or they did, they started LARPing and then the eggs were part of it like they uh, they're like they're casting spells in their name. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that Justin I cast Bieber. I egg of doom. No, you know that Justin Bieber's LARPing is like I go to the grocery store. <laughs> I buy fruity pebbles. I go home. Team the Bieber. end. Team Bieber. Team Bieber. Bieber. I, I believe, believe the Constitution's it. intact. Team <laughs> Bieber. I believe in the constitutional right to protect you from search and seizure. I, I couldn't hit the high note. All right, Spencer, keep it going, baby. What? No, it's not Spencer, I, I attack the affinifish. You miss. Keep what going? I'm sorry. Let's, let's get back on track. I'm sorry. Get back on track? Let's get on track. Okay. Now that, that makes sense. I've been sense. trying. I have been trying. So I, have I. I'm fucking role-playing. When somebody says they're going to eat my face. <laughs> he didn't say he was going to eat your face, though. Dude, every, this is being recorded. Everyone on Reddit is going to agree with no, me. They're not. That the, no, the, they're not. There's a, there's a, there's a the way that that skeleton talked to no. me was unacceptable. <laughs> Said, are you are, are you friends? And he said, "There's a live reason. audience of sober people who heard just what I heard." He said, "If I wasn't your friend, I'd be eating your face." No, he face. did not say that. It's not what he said. That's what he said. No, that's what you heard because you're a fucking paranoid lunatic. <laughs> He said, "If I wasn't your friend, I'd be eating." No, your he face. didn't say that. That's not what, what he said. I said, I, I, "I've told you four times what he said." What did he say? I said, how, how, "Can we trust you?" And he goes, "I go." I, I said, I, "How do we know we can trust you?" And he goes, "Well, have I tried to eat your face?" I go, "That's no. the same thing." Like, yeah, okay, fine. I, 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 I don't accept that You're socially. Crazy. Crazy hey, hey man, can you park my car? Oh, sure, I can take you. I, I, I'll, I'll park Is your car. Is this valet hey. an undead monstrosity? <laughs> He's separating himself from the other undead people who would absolutely try to eat your face. Hey, bartender, can I have a drink? Uh, oh, Is uh, the bartender an undead monstrosity? <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll get you a drink. Uh, hey, you, you, you're, you're working this shift, right? Well, hey, I'm not stabbing you in the throat, am I? Is he uh, wrong? Uh, no, you're not. But fucking try, motherfucker. What the fuck? We're what in a fight now. You threatened to stab me. Why are you so defensive? What the fuck? What? I don't know. Maybe we should talk about gender neutrality. Everybody's... Everybody's on your side. Dan, everybody... Sharpie, everybody's on your team right now. Take it easy. <laughs> Fucking have a sip of water. Okay. Fucking take it. Take a couple breaths. I, I summon... Nobody's I summon out to get you right now. No, no, everybody is because I went to them and they all booed. Because, because... I don't understand the society where someone can threaten to eat they your did, face. They didn't threaten you. He didn't threaten to eat your face. We're Sorry, staying here till midnight tonight, by the way. We don't... We don't... We don't go home. We play D and D until this shit is fucking like settled. Can, can, can we have can, Dustin? Can you do we have live playback? Is that no, don't, don't. I know what he I said. Would, I, I agree with what you said. He said, "I'm uh, fuck it." God damn it's it! A great fuck idea it. for a new T-shirt. We don't just, go home, Harvey Town. 
I, I think you're on edge about this whole Justin Bieber thing, but that's not the root of it. The root of it is that you feel that the world is closing in no, on you. No, to Spencer's point, because he's an undead maniac, I'm supposed to accept threats from him. But guess what? I'm, I'm Sharpie. The, he's a, I've been stomped by giants. I didn't take shit from them, and I don't take shit from anybody. He didn't give you any shit. He, he was, gave me shit. He, he fucking did, said dude, that he has the freedom to eat my face. You're being a fucking weirdo. Pin- you're being so, a weirdo. So, Nev, Nev, what is our... We're going to meet these other guys, yeah? We're trying to help Krista Berg get unpossessed, I think. All right. All right. Laverne? Lenev. Forward! And hey, just so you know, I'm happy to be with you right now. Exhibit A, I'm not stabbing you in the face! That's how you know we're friends! Let's hang out! Dan, you're behaving like a monstrosity right now. That's what I, that's, no, I guess that's what I am. I guess you should take it as a compliment. Can I summon, can I summon Coco the horse? Yeah, she, okay. she's been here. Okay. I hop on top of her. Uh, Quirk, Sharpie, uh, would you like to hop on top of my horse? Yes, I hop on the back of the horse. Of course I'd love to hop on your horse. You know how you know. Here we go. Jesus Christ. I'm not cutting a tart out and roasting it over a fire. That's how you know I'm willing to ride your horse. Socially acceptable exchange. (laughs) I hop on your horse. I hop on her horse. He's a giant skeleton with glowing hands. Why do you expect him to behave? We're all on Coco and we're following you at this point. Fuck it, I'm worried. I'm worried about Sharpie right now. Uh, Yeah. All right, so so advance, Lenev. No, no, this is all fucked up now. (laughs) This is this guy's being a real dick. I'm just trying to help you. I've been, I've been. I get off the horse. I get off the horse. Uh, I go, I go up to him. Uh, what? (laughs) What do you mean, what? Who's being a real dick? You, You were threatening to stab me in the face just now. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's weird. Then by the transitive property, fuck you! Don't eat my face! I will be friends with you. Friends don't throw shit like that out into the air. You don't go to a party. People don't do that. Well, friends or enemies? Enemies have like detente where they go like, I'm keeping my eye on you and I might eat you in the face. Friends are fucking friends. You bony dick. You don't fucking do that shit. But you, but he, 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 he stabs you in the face. He stabs. Please be a twenty. Fucking no, be a twenty. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Shit. He lunges at you though. With right. his glowing hands. He's our fr- Sharpie, he's our friend. I, I never said anything about it being friends. I said I'd take you to tour my I tour. Know. Everyone's being a douchebag to not, me. I'm, I'm, on I'm your reverting. Side. I'm reverting to my 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 baser instincts. This is happening. Is he saying all this while he's missing me? Yeah, he yeah. has plenty of time. Dan, yeah. Sharpie, he's gonna help us. To leave it. I'm that's, gonna help that's him. Out the I'm gonna help him. <laughs> In ways per- that he would perhaps never imagine. Perhaps it's a totally inappropriate moment for this, but I'm so happy that we're getting married. <laughs> Christopher's head spins around, vomiting all the way 360 degrees. He's tied up, and it doesn't matter. Like a fountain. Okay. I dodge. I obviously he missed me. He sure did. And I say to him, 
And I want you to know that I have the skill of... Yeah, I don't really Impulse. I say to him, look, let's not fight. You, you initiated literally the let's last 20 minutes about of who fighting. started fighting. That's how fights get perpetuated. What sort of schizophrenic shit? Oh, you're going to stab me in the face now? I'm not the one attacking people. Yes, you are! What? Jesus Christ! I didn't do shit, man! You've been fucking antagonizing no, everything. No, I'm not spending a turn explaining to my supposed friend how, how this fucking... Supposed lizard. friend? Yeah, well... I'm trying to keep you alive. Take the skeleton side a couple I'm more times. I'm trying to keep you alive. <laughs> fucking weird. Laverne? Laverne. I'm cool if you're cool. It's Lynette! Cliffhanger! What? Thank you for coming to Hermantown, everybody. We almost got something done in D&D. Thank you, Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, Ali in Georgia, everyone here for coming. I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. Go on the internet and discuss whether that was an appropriate way to respond to someone. Uh, I, I'm your friend because I'm not eating your face. Is that an appropriate way to talk to somebody? It's up to you. Dan Harmon, everybody. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.